Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtown with Downstar, episode 144. And today we are here with Jason Park, FCS. Third time, brother. Again, third, third time, time's a bro. charm. You know, it seems like you were just in here, but then I looked and it was uh, October 3rd, yeah, episode it, 104, man. man. Yeah, man, you're just like, you're running a, you're running a tight ship, man. You ain't... <laughs> You're consistent, that's for sure. That's that's one thing that always comes up with success is consistency. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I know that if I want this podcast to be a success, yeah. then I got to be consistent. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it's always been, man. You just gotta, you just gotta get after it, you know. Yeah. Um, so October, <clears throat> a lot's happened since then in that short happened. amount of time. Yeah, man. Where like, the fuck has 2019 gone? Right, dude. Dude, we're in 2020. It's a new decade, whole bunch of new shits going on, whole bunch of fucked up shits going on. I know, man. Like the world is caving in uh, uh, <laughs> within us and we don't even have a fucking clue. Well, right? if you think about it from 2010 to 2020, those 10 years were fucking nuts. Light speed, bro. right? Like huge strides. So this new decade, bro, it's just fucking going. Yeah. Just think about January, right? Sure. The beginning of January, what sure. happened? We were at war with Iran. Yeah. What the fuck happened to that? <laughs> Did we win? Yeah, the, the news and the world stories move as fast as your Instagram page. Bro. Yeah. That's how fast shit moves right now. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, I think about it. And I tried to think about what happened in 2019. A lot of fucked up shit happened, at least for us. But yeah. Um, but just the world in general, it's moved so fucking fast, man. Everything, like technology to fucking having massive strides and AI and shit. all this other shit that I've been looking at. And hey, I think everybody lives in their own bubble. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. We're somewhat confined in our own little comfort zone, and we don't, we're in a routine, mm -hmm. right? You don't really kind of veer out of that too much, out of that lane too much. You're just kind of day-to-day, you know, wake up, do your thing, normal routine, go to work, come home, take yeah. a shit, shower, shave, whatever it is, and the world literally fucking passes you by if you don't fucking look at your phone right and i just tend to not try to and dude like some of the stuff i only see on facebook is the news that i'll get yeah so if the world is in an apocalypse and there's a fucking asteroid come to earth in like 36 hours yeah i'm gonna go to work at 9 a.m so you're disconnected that much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it just doesn't it doesn't register to me <laughs> until somebody goes, "Dude, man, we're gonna die." I said, "Well, I gotta get this shit done." So call gotta, me at six o'clock. <laughs> I gotta make sure I I, I make UPS <laughs> yeah, before yeah, we yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just on that mode, you know. Well, let me go ahead and inform you what's going on. The yeah. uh, coronavirus is gonna kill us all. Oh, fuck, man. It's like okay, so that's one story <laughs> that. I don't even think a lot of people believe when I had, I had this, this, uh, this dream, like, we'll get back to that later, but I had this dream about the apocalypse mm -hmm. when I was very young and I didn't even know that that was a thing. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was basically the, the four, the four horsemen, the book of revelations. I had a dream about that shit. Yeah. I didn't even know what the fucking book of revelations were. What was the dream? Dude, the dream. Okay, you want to get into this right I'm now? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so I think it was 
I was like 11, 12 years old. Okay. I was living, I'm still living in the same area that I'm living, Porter Ranch. I normally go out, play in the golf course. I was in a predominantly nice neighborhood. Um, we had, a, excuse me, we had like a little pond, like down the street from the house that I met you at. Yeah. And I used to go fishing all the time. Right. So anyway, um, back to the story. Right. I go, I go to bed. Um, my cousin's over. Right. My, is this the same night that you saw the UFO, bro? Nah, man. This is, this is <laughs> way. Uh, uh, well, you know, pretty close proximity, but years apart. Right. Um, still the same house, though. OK. OK. So <laughs> go to bed that night. I have this pretty interesting fucking dream. Right. I wake up and um, normal shit. Summertime. Don't have to go to school. Um, in my dream, I go to my buddy's house. He's not home. And it's like 5 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry. Let me retract. I go, I get up afternoon, um, do the normal stuff that I do, you know, fucking in my dream. I'm just doing, uh, it's doing random shit, playing video games or doing whatever gotcha. it might have been. Um, I go out to the golf course. I go um, play out in the golf course. I don't hear any birds. I don't see any animals. I, I usually chase down rabbits, do the shit every day. Like I'm doing this in, in summertime. So all those details weren't in the dream. And then I go, what the hell is going on? Right? So I go to my friend's house. I take my bike. I ride my Robins in mm-hmm. badass Robins, riding up to my buddy's house. Chris's house This was the, my best friend at the time. Chris, you, I go to his house. He not home. Yeah. Right. I'm like, damn, it's kind of getting late, you know? Like, he should be home, you know? Okay, whatever. I ride back home. I turn the TV on. And then the TV's like, fires. And then this earthquake happened on the on the, on the the news, you know what I mean? Like, in different parts of the world. Like, yeah. it's just the news throwing it. Back at the time, you know, at that, I don't know how it is now because I don't watch the news at all. But, yeah. you know, it's always been back in the day. It was always like, there's a shooting. And there's like, just always bad shit. Oh, it's still you know, like, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, still like the world ending and the fucking this and that. You know, like all this bullshit's happening, right? Yeah. So they're showing like a huge forest fire on one fucking area. And then another area is having fucking huge floods. <laughs> and this dude had like a tsunami. Like this island had a tsunami. And like some shit happened. And it was like the world's the world's rotation has stopped. Oh shit! Like that's why all this shit's happening. The world like literally stopped rotating. Uh-huh. And then I go, what the hell? I look outside my window, and now it's like six p.m. You know, and it should be pretty dark during the summertime. Like it's like it's usually pretty dark. Right? Yeah. The sun is still out. Like it's sunset mode, and I'm like, what the fuck, right, dude? It's like late, you know. And my, I don't even, ha- my, in my dream, my parents are not even home either. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know, everybody should be home. It's late, you know? No it's one's not, no one's out. Nobody's out. Okay. So <laughs> long story short, the world stops rotating. I'm like, fuck. And I'm just like, whatever. I, I'm going to go to the pond. I'm just going to go fishing because that's what I do. Yeah. I, go, <laughs> I go over there. I don't catch a damn thing. And I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck, man? I like I usually be I usually be like catching like dozens of shit here, yeah. you know, like little fish, you know, like sunfish, bluegills, yeah, bass, yeah, yeah. all in there, right? Dope, dope time every time I go. Nothing. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on, right? So I say, man, I'm just gonna go home. The sun's still out, uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, it's seven. Like, 
I'm thinking it's seven. I don't know if in my dream. I'm just kind of going through yeah, the yeah, time yeah. clock. And I look up and I see the moon. The moon's out, but the sun's out. I'm like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden the moon comes into like, it, it, this is the crazy part, which is kind of wacky. See the moon and then it starts to turn orange and then it starts to turn red. Uh-huh. So now it's a, a red moon. And then that red moon splits and then there's two moons. And then it comes back together and then splits again. And there's three moons and it does this seven times. And then there's seven moons in the air. I don't know what that meant. I yeah. still don't know what it means, but I saw it, yeah. you know? So I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. So I start running home, get home. And dude, like everything in the house is off. Like all the power's out. Nothing's working. And except for the TV and the TV's just showing like, the world is going to end. Like people are like mass hysteria. People are crying and just like fucking riots and just like chaos. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up. I'm going, what the fuck was that? Right. Oh, well, part of the news was like people were getting really sick, too. And I wake up and I was like, whatever. I didn't even talk about it. I was just like, damn, that was kind of crazy. But I remembered it. So later on, the time goes my cousin's over and taught me he's a year older than me. But he's a super church goer. So he like knows like the ins and outs of the Bible at that time, you know? So um, I was like, dude, man, I had this dream. And I explained that whole thing to him. And he's like, dude, you just had the dream about the apocalypse. I was like, what the hell is that? You know, mm-hmm. like I go to church all the time, but I don't pay no attention, man. I'm like one of those kids, you know, like yeah. ADD. I don't care. You know, I'm like just at church. But yeah, he explained that I had to, a dream about the whole fucking apocalypse in my dream. And I didn't even know what it was. He's like, yeah, dude, that's what happens. Dude, the fucking world, you know, like all these fires Damn. and shit, people getting sick. And then, like, not the world stopped rotating, but the blood moon yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. all the, like, four horsemen and the whole thing. Like, it was like, dude, I was like, whoa, that was wild. Dude, that's crazy that you could remember that dream so vivid from you're 12 years old. Dude, I, I probably wouldn't have remembered it if it didn't have any significance. You know yeah. what I mean? But when I told them, then it stuck. And yeah. I was like, what? And then I started looking into it like later on in my years because I always remembered that. So I started kind of reading and I was like reading the Bible and I was like, holy shit. I had this dream, dude. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. I didn't know any clue about that. Yeah. But I had it. So that was like, that's why I was like, dude, that was, that should be pretty important to remember for a long time or the rest of my life. Damn, but that was kind of weird. Wild, dude. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Do you, do you but, still have crazy dreams? Dude, uh, I, I, I'm sure we all dream, but I don't have very many dreams, or at least I can't remember them when I wake really? up. Really? Yeah, I wake up and boom, I'm, I don't think of uh, any dream that I've had. Do you sleep well at night? Uh, well, I have like four or five hours a day. I'm not bad. Do you go to sleep easy or no? Oh, uh, lately, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Boom. Life's, L- life's been good lately? Yeah, life's out, dude. <laughs> I come home, I take a shower. <clears throat> Boom. Lights are out, man. I'm gone, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty routine for the last few years, for sure. Yeah, I think we are uh, we're on the verge of the apocalypse right now. Dude, that coronavirus shit. It's nothing new, right? It's like the SARS, Ebola, like... Not along sort those of. links, but yeah, it's it, kind of it, like it's mutated to the point where like SARS and the bird flu and um, I, I forgot the other ones, but I'm not really too yeah. familiar with May, it. But maybe I was I was too young to understand mm-hmm. the significance when when those were going around. But I think r- SARS was the last one. I this is already 
this past is, it. Yeah, this is sure. like what that is similarly, I guess you could say. Yeah, but um, right now shit is fucking going down. Like yeah. China's on lock, dude. Yeah. Well, who knows, right? We only see what we see, right? But yeah, I guess you could say like the whistleblower. Because I went down that rabbit hole the other day, like in YouTube. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? What really is going on? Yeah. You know? And if I didn't listen to joe rogan's podcast i would probably not even know because he's like my news outlet now. yeah like, I hell yeah to him, like oh shit that's it that's re- that's relevant that's like today that's like right now what <laughs> yeah the fuck? okay so i look and then you go on youtube and you you watch for all the stories and a lot of them are just like fear mongers though you know like they just do it for the views or like to it for whatever reason they have yeah just for political gain or likes or views or whatever it might be you yeah. know yeah that's With no fact checking that's all. usually how it goes yeah. i i i have a feeling on this one that it's a lot different man sure. stuff, stuff is getting really that ugly shit was wild because there. when i heard about that i was flying i went to uh god when was this it was a couple weeks back yeah when it like first emerged mm-hmm. i i went i did a, like a quick crazy like 18 hour stint I went from here to Washington. Mm-hmm. I flew to Washington, went snowboarding. Oh, cool. With Greg, with my buddy Greg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went real quick, just like flew out of LA, went straight there, and then just did a boarding trip, same day, and then drove back, went straight to the airport, flew back. Nice. It was, it was rad. Hell yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, big shout out to Greg for <laughs> doing that. That was dope. What's his last name? Uh, Fiero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shout yeah. out to him, man. The, He's a cool uh, dude. His Instagram name is the nose that knows. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Hell but yeah. The story that I was getting at is when I flew back home, I was sitting uh like th- there was a, a Chinese uh family uh-huh. of three sitting two rows behind me on the opposing side of the plane. And he walked in with a mask and all that. I didn't think I didn't even hear of anything about SARS, right? But this guy was like sick, coughing, like coughing his brains out, bro. Shut right? the fuck. But he had a mask on. He had gloves on, right? And he was sitting there. His his daughter or son was sleeping. They were basically on the wall against the bathroom. Got you, got back. you. Okay. And I was more like behind the wing. You know? Got you. So I was a few seats up, you know, like a few rows, five or six rows up. Yeah. But I saw him because I walked back and then I kept hearing him cough and I'm turning around. I was like, and I'm like a germ. <laughs> like when that case, I'm like, I always cover my mouth. Like I'm that guy, you know? Yeah. So every time he's come fucking looking back, you know, I'm like <laughs> fucking this motherfucker, you know, like you try to get me sick, dog. I got to work in the morning, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. But then when I landed, I saw that shit on Facebook was like the first the first case in America mm. was Seattle. And I was there. Shut the fuck up. But I swear. Look at it, dude. It's, oh, shit. Look at the history of that news. <laughs> I was there that day. I forgot what day, but I'm sure, Dan, I'm sure if I go back through my, my photos when I was there snowboarding because I took photos, um, it, would, it would be that day. And that day is that that's the day that the fucking news said that there was the first outbreak in the United States in Seattle. And that fucking Chinese dude was sitting back fucking six rows dying. Like, I was like, hell no, bro. (laughs) Like, somebody's got to call the CDC on this fucking flight (laughs) and find this motherfucker, dude. Because he's flying to L.A., dog. Like, he's probably in San Gabriel, like, fucking everybody up right now. (laughs) 
So hey, that I, should that should chills for 15 days before yeah. you start seeing symptoms. Yeah. So I call I call Greg and I told him I said, motherfucker, you need to look into this, right? Yeah. So he sends me a link, and he looks into it. and He's like, nobody that's uh, that like came from Seattle to LA that boarded that was like within that vicinity in china or whatever like it didn't you know what i mean there was no connecting but areas that, like that that shit's been going down since early december they're hiding yeah everything that yeah. all the news about it yeah they're they're I mean. downplaying the number shit is fucking wild yeah right so now i'm like you got it i'm like let's dude. just be honest you got it yeah yeah <laughs> if i got it man i'm i'm in pretty good shape you know like fucking it's my coming. immune system is good man <laughs> So that shit was kind of scary, you know? Like, you know what's like, crazy what is... What if he did, you know? Yeah. But it's like, still, it's like, fuck, you know? Like, I just um, I just got back from Japan. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, up. you know, like the... It was like the 15th Was that 14th, Tokyo Auto to- Salon? Auto yeah, Salon, yeah. 14, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so by that time, it was already cooking, bro. Dude, there's like some kind of ship on in... Yokohama. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 some like Australian people. I saw that that was like when I first started going down that rabbit hole on YouTube was that ship that was like kind of being like contained and like blocked off. And, and there's like was, 400 plus people on there that had the coronavirus. Imagine if you're on too. there, you're like, fuck this shit. Get me away from these fucking people. I'm not sick, you know, like fuck that. They're on lockdown, dude. I know, that's crazy. Especially dude. if that you're sucks. in like the middle cabins and you have uh, a window. Yeah. Bro, you're in jail. It's yeah. literal jail. And you're just like, <laughs> in jail, you don't think that, that's I mean, maybe yeah, you think crazy. that you're going to die. But <laughs> yeah, on that boat, up. you're like, I'm, I can really just die. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. You know? Nobody like, wanted that. I, I heard that the boat actually did finally um, start letting people off. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I forget Somebody what it was. Somebody got to bring some Lysol with <laughs> Uh, this shit's serious bro i know man it's, it's definitely not serious fucking really laugh about what you no it's think it's about it's fucking fucked up man like what would you do in that similar situation where you know you're not sick yeah right but then you're in the vicinity of somebody that is you're of course you're gonna fucking want to get the fuck out but you can't yeah and now it's like when you want to jump ship or do whatever because you know like you're not sick but they treat you like it, and then you're more prone because you're more susceptible into that area because you're closer and yeah. in proximity. You know, you want to be as far as possible. Like fuck, man. So that's why I was like, fuck it, man. Bring a bottle of Lysol and just be like every day. Like, yeah, <laughs> kid, washing the rooms, cracks in the doors. You know, just tape this sh- bitch up. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. That you know, like we said, the news moves so fast, so know, this stuff doesn't dude. register. Guys, this really should register right now. I I was talking about this on live last night. Like, when you get paid, if you have an extra 50 bucks, just go buy some cans of tuna, you know, some soup, (laughs) some water, (laughs) something, bro. What's those shows called? The The uh, Prepper? Yeah, the (laughs) Doomsday Preppers, man. This shit's nuts, bro. There's not even a cure for it. It's just going crazy. Honestly, I think there could be. You know why? Because of that CRISPR shit, bro. CRISPR, dog. Didn't we talk about that? Mm-mm. We didn't talk I don't about think CRISPR. So. We didn't talk about gene editing. Mm. No, Mm-mm. I don't think you could do that with viral infections. Uh huh. Right? You can't do it to immunity of viral infections, but you can do it for certain things. Right? So there's this thing called CRISPR, which is like an abbreviation of whatever n- analogy that uh, it comes out with. It's just you know, C. I think it's. C Y S P R. Gotcha. And then it's abbreviated yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever it's called. So 
It's on Netflix. And that shit is wild. That shit is so dope. And we're that's when you know we're living in the future. It's bro. a show on Netflix or what? Yeah, it's called it's called Unnatural Selection. Okay, got right? you. You got gotta you. watch it. It's the fucking wildest shit. Opens your mind to everything. And once you watch it, you know, they give you recommendations. Just go down the recommendations and watch the rest because it's wild. So it's a show about gene editing. Okay. And how simplified it could be. Right? And Big Pharma doesn't want you to do this because it's it's how they make their money. Yeah. Right? So there, there's this show about a couple of these people that are so-called biohackers. Right? They're mm-hmm. taking genes from your DNA, mm-hmm. anybody's DNA, and they go into this thing where it basically codes out your DNA. Trillions of code. Right? Mm-hmm. Basically, we couldn't do this before because we didn't have enough computer power to do it but now we do right we have supercomputers fucking our phones are supercomputers basically yeah. right so now they can digitally print out a code like your dna exactly mm-hmm. down to the t of every fucking code and then they somehow correlate it with other people's code right and then they verify what you have or what you might not have because everybody has cancer in their bodies mm-hmm. everybody has these certain things that are encoded in our DNA that we'll have. We'll have bad eyes, we'll have, you know, we'll have high blood pressure, we'll have, you know, liver failure, kidney disease, heart attacks, whatever it might be, I don't know. I'm not a fucking medical expert, but Mm -hmm. it goes down the list, right? And certain diseases like like uh autism to um like rare diseases it's like I forgot what it was on the show. Basically, this dude, uh, this kid, first, this kid had, um, he was losing his eyesight. So basically, when he was turning, when he was a, like, when he's a little kid, like, he had great eyesight and then it started to slowly deteriorate. Oh, it's a disease. So he's wearing like these huge, <laughs> heavy glasses and he's like, he's about to be blind. Like, all he could see is blurs now, mm-hmm. you know? And this show represents these, these, uh, <laughs> You're right there, bro. I'm choking, I dude. Think you, I think you got the fucking coronavirus. Too, I do, bro. bro. That's why I said you got it. <laughs> the bro. Mexican version. Congratulations. I got the Modelo. <laughs> I got the Modelo virus. Uh, so, <clears throat> wrong this, pipe. Dude. Yeah, wrong this pipe. show. This that's what she said. <laughs> this show was basically showing them like uh, they can fix this shit, mm-hmm. right? So this lady out in uh, I think UCLA or like Berkeley found this beneficial bacteria that helps grow your genes. So yeah. basically they'll get this code and they'll figure out a code and say like, let's just say, oh, this person has this code from his mom and this code, this DNA code from his dad. And then when they get together and they have this baby, this baby has a code that's missing, like it's the wrong code so that it, he'll have bad eyes, you know, something along those lines. I'm just dumbing it down. like on this on this fucking podcast gotcha um anyway so now they found that code for this kid and now they can develop a fucking gene that can be transferred into his dna no way fix that code so he has 2020 vision did it work or they're still developing absolutely No way. They fucking made it into an eyedrop and dropped two fucking drops. Like, all, obviously, there's a procedure. It's not like one, 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 yeah. one 
I guess uh, uh, he doesn't have to do it just once. He has to do it multiple times. It's not like a the, magic pill. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, I got you. So over the course of time, he got his twenty twenty back. It no, was literally twenty twenty. It wasn't way. like it wasn't like twenty one eighteen. It was like he had fucking perfect eyes. Wow. Okay. So in this show, there's these dudes that are called biohackers, mm-hmm. and this one dude was able to figure out how to how to genetically change frog DNA, right? And he was testing it on frogs, right? He was give you you can buy the kit online, right? It's like 150 bucks, and you could do your own experiment. Okay, you fucking get two frogs, right? Both equally in size and weight, and you give one this gene, which is a hormone growth. For just natural, bigger muscle growth. And he gives it to this frog. And within like a f- certain amount of weeks, that frog is like two ounces heavier. Nothing has changed. Nothing. The diet hasn't changed. The water content. They're e- everything that they're eating hasn't changed. They both get equal amounts. That frog is just bigger. What if it's just like a little shot of steroids? <laughs> It's kind of like that, but it's it's changing down to the molecular level. Yeah, the gene no level. No way, dude. Oh now, God, it's like we're playing God, right? Mm-hmm. So now that that fucking that frog could be like the Hulk mm-hmm. if it wants to be. You know what I mean? And this dude, that biohacker that did that, they were like, "Oh well, you know how safe is it?" Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Dude, you want me to do? It? I'll do it right now." He fucking took that same shit and put it in his arm in the in the like meeting yeah. with all these other people like he was basically <laughs> he was basically like showcasing like this is how harmless he puts it in and at the end of the show the fucking dude's bigger shut <laughs> it's like a three shut episode three dude this fool is like he's getting both he's like a scrawny little fucker and he's now he's like bigger dude he's like hey dog you've been working out what the fuck you know that's called steroids bro nah, dude okay so let me get into okay. it, right? That's just one story. And this other dude is like a <clears throat> dog breeder. Uh-huh. Okay? He's breeding dogs. And he's literally showing other people on YouTube that has a YouTube that's gene editing rats. And they took jellyfish DNA and put it in a rat sequence and made a rat, right? Like, made a rat baby. Yeah. And that rat now glows in the dark red. <laughs> it's just a normal rat. I gotta watch this. You show. turn the lights off, the fucking rat is glowing in the dark. No way. Swear to God. What's it called? Unnatural selection. Okay, I'm watching so this. So now this motherfucker was out in the backyard jerking his dog off, getting dog sperm, and putting jellyfish DNA into the sperm and now impregnating another dog. So hopefully this dog comes out and it's gonna be a glow in the dark dog. A fucking dog, <laughs> a fucking pit bull, a pit bull you have at home is going to be now fucking glow in the dark. I swear to fucking God. I was like, dude, this is unreal. It's impossible. It's not. It's no longer impossible, bro. He's playing God. Oh, okay? my God. So now there's this other guy that's just an advocate or like a lobbyist for yeah. CRISPR, right? Or like for like gene editing, right? He said that there's no... It's so it's so great because there's no way of actually like controlling this anymore because it's out in the open. So big pharma wants to like put a stop to it, like with all these biohackers, but they can't because it's so fucking easy now, right? So it's like anybody can do. It. These dudes are doing this shit in their fucking garage, smaller than this room. I swear to God, 
with like little beakers and shit. I don't know what the fuck out in the open. Doesn't matter. The fucking barn shed and they're fucking, they're fucking making glow in the dark babies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit is fucking wild, dog. It's a wild time to be alive. Hey, listen. Okay, so check this out. So this other oh dude, God. right? This fucking other dude um, is like a lobbyist or whatever. And he's saying like, like uh, they were talking about Lyme disease. Okay. Like how we can't get rid of Lyme disease, but we know that Lyme disease comes from ticks. Yeah. Right? So these ticks and how these ticks transfer to humans is from rats mm -hmm. they bite the rats and they're on the rats and the rats come in the house and they take a shit and then lyme disease inside the house and somewhere it gets it was like airborne or something or what no i don't know okay. i'm just saying like that's how it's transferred it's transferred rats to humans gotcha. it's not from ticks to humans oh it's right? not in certain occasions it might be gotcha, but it's gotcha. mainly from rats okay. right so now what they're doing is they're DNA, they're genetically changing the rats dna to be autoimmune to ticks mm. To tick, uh, well, to Lyme disease from ticks. Yeah. So once they change this DNA, now it's forever instilled in those rats. Now. Yeah. So the next offspring those rats have will be immune. Gotcha. And so, those rats that have babies will be immune. So over time. So over time, it's going to eradicate it, which yeah. is great, right? So now no more Lyme disease. So what they did was they took 20 or 50 rats and they changed their DNA whatever and they just let them loose so all those rats are fucking and those rats will have offspring with the the rats that have lyme disease mm -hmm. and then it'll exit out so it's no longer available in their bodies and they can now no longer transfer it to humans so that disease is pretty much going to get wiped out well let me ask you this you're in the barn right now mm -hmm. is it jason we got your entire DNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got every single folder oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are we changing first? Oh, dude. Do you want to glow? Dude, I'm, I want to. Breathe underwater. I want to get rid of my cholesterol problem, first okay. of all. So then I can cholesterol. eat like a motherfucker. Okay, bro. cholesterol. Like, like a motherfucking cow. Okay. So, I so... want to graze like a cow all day on like chips and fucking french fries and pizza and not have a fucking problem. So, it's metabolism, just yeah. crank oh, it up a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. That'd be great. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like we're making a big joke about that. It was like, <laughs> it was like that dude with the muscle growth dude, yeah. right? If he does one that will enlarge your dick, yeah, he's gonna be a trillionaire. He's gonna be wealthier than fucking Warren Bates and fucking all those dudes that have trillions of dollars. Like I think he will surpass fucking uh, uh, Bezos, right? Whatever that Amazon owner Jeff, is, dude. Yeah, overnight, Jeff Bezos? like, like. People are going to be like, how much can I take until, like, I don't have a stroke, right? Like, we're like, fucking have a heart attack. Like, I want, I want like, people walking around with tree trunks and shit. Oh, <laughs> you know shit. I mean? It's going to happen, dog. Out it's the car crazy. goes, yeah. bro? Like, dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, people don't even have to go and work out. They'll be like, dude, I want to be like Hulk. Yeah. They're like, because people have that DNA, dude. Like, a couple of my homies, they're just naturally fucking yoked out. Like, yeah. they don't do shit but eat chips and pizza. And they're just, like, bench pressing 550. Like, they're just big dudes, you know? Like, yeah. fucking just fit and, like, crazy UFC fucking killers, yeah. you know? And that's just the way their DNA is, you know what I mean? But that's how they do it. They get that code and they're like, oh, look, this is why you can't be this way. We can change all this and then you can be that way. Really? And over time, it changes your body. And it's fucking wild, bro. Like, if you have a hearing fucking problem, you can fix it. You, you have an eye problem, you can grow another one. Like You realize all of this just sounds too crazy. good to be true. Yeah. 
I felt the same way. I was like, this is full of shit. And it's like, once you start watching, you're like, holy cow, it's fucking real. I want to glow in the dark. It's real out there, bro. I think that would be sick. And now they're like taking like, okay, so now they're trying to figure out a way to regrow human parts. Okay. Like naturally, like say like for us, we cut a finger off. Yeah. It's not going to grow back. Yeah. But uh, a salamander will uh-huh. cut his arm off yeah. and it will grow back exactly the same way. So you get ca- so now salamander they're taking, nut. Now they're taking it or what? Yeah, now they're taking <laughs> salamander DNA and they're trying to figure out how to incorporate it in humans. Whoa. So when we get fucking hurt or busted and yeah. lose an arm, that motherfucker gonna grow back. Whoa. Yeah. I would like to have two dicks. I bro. think that would be pretty dope. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Dude, the sky's the limit, bro. You can do whatever your heart sets out to now, man. It's Whoa. it's there. It's real, bro. So this other guy in that show was like completely a normal baby. Yeah. And then he had this rare disease where his body never grew, but his mind and everything else grew. So like his muscle growth in his body is it won't grow. So uh-huh. he basically was just like dead How small still. is he? He's an old ass dude now. Like he's in his twenties or something. But, but he's bedridden. He can't move his oh, neck. He you. can't move anything. The only thing he can do is move his eyes and talk. And he can move a little bit of his his thumb. That's it. Yeah. So he just sits there all day and just watches computer and just does this and like moves around and just like watches videos and shit. And they're doing it to him. So he now he's actually getting better. It's fucking amazing, dude. What? This dude that's bedridden for the good portion of his whole life is probably going to have a potential to go out and walk and do all the fucking normal shit that he's going to be doing now. So out of everything, you would Mm -hmm. just fix your cholesterol just so you could eat as much as you want. (laughs) Well, obviously, there's much more things, too, like brain power. Like, I want to be smart as shit. I want to be a fucking Elon Musk. I want to be, like, doing all shit. And that's why I was kind of going, going, dude, man, maybe Elon did that shit. Yeah. That's why he's so fucking smart, you know? Like, dude, that guy's smart, dude. Like, you think about it, you're just like, whoa, you know? That guy's thinking of some wild shit, and it's working, you know? I would just like to grow a full beard. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be that much, bro. If it's like 150 bucks to glow in the dark, that's like like 20 bucks. Give me a beard, bro. I'm You know, three or four sessions, you'd be all right, man. You should be down on the floor. No problem. I'm used to this tiny Mexican body I've got, bro. I'm good. I just want a beard. Dude, it's real. Dude, I'm telling you, man. It's crazy. It will fucking open your eyes to all kinds of shit. So now it's like they have a cure. They're... They pretty much have a cure for AIDS. Uh-huh. They have a cure for AIDS, all those crazy diseases, yeah. cancer, all that stuff, because it's all encoded in your DNA. So now they can track it, find it, and change it. What about herpes? Because this uh, shit I'll gets prob- annoying, dude, bro. I'm probably, it's probably, you know, like that's your own personal problem, but hey, man, they can probably fix it, dog. You know? Good, hell yeah. But the problem is the pharmacy, the big pharma guys want to charge like crazy. So that guy, that the kid with the eye thing or the muscle thing, they're like trying to charge them 800 grand. Yeah, that's an 800 grand right there. And they got it done, but they got it through funding, through go, you know, GoFundMe or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really. I gotta watch this, this dude. Stuff. And then once all the other ones come out, uh-huh. like the recommendations, and you watch that shit, then it really comes to go. Like, all right, whoa, well, let me back, let me back. let me be the devil's advocate. So if <coughs> if this if this is so um like so forward thinking, so new, so why would it be? on netflix don't you think that this is this is like 
information that that shouldn't be Listen, shared man you can't you can't suppress knowledge dude it eventually gets out there yeah it does uh this day and age dude you can't you're exposed everybody's exposed you can't hide no more yeah. it's a fucking internet so like all these shams and all these like fucking like get get quick money schemes that shit is that shit is finished bro yeah you can't do that shit you got to be just straight up honest and you got to just fucking take it to the chin, you know, and fucking just go out there and do your thing and, and do it right. You yeah. Know? That's it. There's no more half-assing shit anymore, you know? Like, it's just the internet will expose you immediately. Yeah. You know? So, that's uh, crazy times, man. It is. It's fucking dope, though. Fuck. Like, it, it really kind of opened my eyes to, like, man, my kids will be all right. You know? Yeah. Like. That that's the first thing that come to my mind was when I saw that shit. I was like, dude, like my kids will never get cancer. My kids no. will never have high blood pressure. My kids, my next generation of my my offspring from my kids when I'm a grandfather will be all right. You know? Yeah, I I think like that, and I really hope so. And I'm I'm preparing my son for the future, and mm-hmm. I, I tell him like, look, dog. The world that I'm living in right now is fucking insane. When I was your age, I could not even think about it. Yeah. So the things that are gonna happen in your lifetime, think about it, that. I can't even I can't even imagine it. Yeah. So you need to be prepared, right? I'm yeah. preparing them for doomsday already, dude. <laughs> I don't want to instill that kind of fear mongering no, shit, dude. my son. They have to be prepared, bro. Yeah. Think about it when you were twelve. There's a per- there's a thing for preparation and there's the thing for fucking fear you're in 12 years old you're going to the pond by yourself yeah. like fucking andy griffith do, 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 <laughs> you know fishing yeah. by yourself you yeah. can't do that shit these days dude and yeah, you would have never, yeah. never thought that you would have never thought that shit's wild it's unfortunate though man i really want to instill like the the purity of being a kid back then to now like yeah it's so different now you think there's still neighborhoods out there like that dude i hope so Guys, if you have if you live in a neighborhood that's like um like Pleasantville or something, let us know. That'd be rad. Cause I'm down to go there, and it's yeah. probably the property's gonna be cheap. You know, yeah, yeah. I could drop like 150 <laughs> yeah, on yeah. a mansion over there yeah. or some <laughs> shit. Just uh, dude, but that's the way most part of the world is. I think we're so confined to L.A. and and Cali, like we just are so immune to how it really supposed to be. I've never been to Iowa. Maybe in Iowa, yeah, it's like, dude, you know, anything. I think anything past Arizona is like that. That's just how I am. And those then, are the flyover states. Yeah, I've never been th- through there, dude. All like that, man. All those people are nice people, dude. It's a, it's scary almost. It's like you're like we always have a chip on our shoulders, like our our shoulders when we come from Cali or New York or yeah. the tri-state. Everybody's like standoffish and like, what do you what the want? Fuck do you want? Man? <laughs> Like, you have bad intentions all the time, you know? Like, everybody's out there to rob you, you know? And it's, like, crazy because, like, I always tell this story one time when I go to North Carolina um, when I was uh, hanging out with Wes over at uh, West Bry. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed out there. It was, like, me, Chris Miller, and, uh, you know, Chris Cook and, like, the whole crew, you know? We went out there and we are just uh, on our way to World Cup. And yeah. we stopped in North Carolina for a little bit. And... Uh, the people, man. Southern hospitality is crazy out there. Hell dude. yeah. It's so nice. It's a, it's a life-changing experience. And I always tell everybody this. is like, Cali fucking sucks ass because of that. Like, you go there, and it was... One story in particular was... It was wild. Because I couldn't even believe it. I got to... I think we got to a hotel. I think it was a Holiday Inn or something. Whatever. We have bags. Mm-hmm. Open up the trunk in the rental car. Grab the bags out. 
and this dude like just walked up and was grabbing the bags for us and was like i didn't i didn't really pay attention because i was like getting something out of the car but he was like helping us with our bags and i just thought two and two cali spoiled pieces of shit we have a bellhop yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah. get our shit this dude grabbed our bags walked it in and literally was like all right guys thank you and i was like thank you so much and then i was like he just walked out and left i was like wasn't even dressed in a uniform or nothing. And I was like, I asked the lady at the at the desk when we we're checking in. I was like, who is that? She's like, I don't know. I was like, you didn't work here? Like, no. No way. Regular dude just helped me with my bags. Wow. That's unbelievable, dude. That's nice, That's man. Unbelievable. That felt so good. Like, yeah. genuinely, that just felt really <clears throat> heartwarming. Like, I was like, I wish I knew who that guy was, but I want to tell him thank you. You know, I couldn't get the chance to like. I said thank you, but I couldn't yeah, get yeah, the yeah. chance to really like. Hey, man, you didn't really have to do that. Yeah. I thought he was that it was his job. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's like for me to think that it was like I felt terrible. Like, that's dude, how I that's feel like, when I go to uh, man, dude. When when I go to Waffle House and they call me like sweetie. Yeah, man, I just, I just love dude, it, dude. That's why I go there, like, dude. They're cooking in the kitchen rad. right there. Dude, somebody's mom, this, somebody's grandma. Yeah, this last World Cup trip, man, we went to Wolf House, I think, like two or three times. Man. We That's were, a joint, we were bro. And it's cool, man. The pecan waffle and just the grit. <laughs> the grits are fucking crazy there, dude. I love the grits. Yeah. Let's get into World Cup, man. So we haven't talked since October. Before Oof. we talked, you were getting ready for World Cup, which was maybe a month fucking or nightmare. less than that. So you oh so you were like God. stressing out, dude. So you know let's let's go ahead and I paint don't the picture. Talk man. about that right there. <laughs> like, dude, you just bring that negative energy into this fucking thing. We were just having fun, man. Dude, I'm like a roller coaster of emotion now, you know? Fuck <laughs> man. World Cup dude, I just want that shit to go away. Alright, you wanna come back to it? Nah nah man, we gotta talk. We gotta All face right. our fears, right? <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> So it so, was not bad. Yeah, it was terrible, dude. Like, as much as you think you're prepared as a race team, there's always Murphy's Law that just comes by and goes, Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, it looks like you guys are doing good. Well, hey, guess check this out. Yeah, fucking throw this in the wrench and fucking throw this in the motor. And just like, it just spiraled out of control really? at the last second. Oh, oh. yeah. So... Leading up to then, right, we went testing prior, mm-hmm. and car went a 33-186. Okay, pretty reasonable. That's good for what we have out here. So everything looks good. We go ahead, and we we start to uh, – we talk with Magnus at that race. We talk mm-hmm. to Magnus and uh, Magnus Motorsports, which is uh, a company out in Canada, Marco. Those are the ones that make the intake manifolds, right? Intake manifolds, fuel pumps, GTR stuff, okay, high-end cool. shit, high-quality stuff gotcha. like – Marco's uh, borderline crazy genius. Like, he's one of those guys, right? So, um, we met a gentleman, uh, George, which is, like, old school. Like, he was doing the CSS stuff in Canada. Like, he throws events out there. Mm-hmm. And he lives now in Cali. So, he, he was in Fresno. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like, it's a short track from there to Bakersfield. And he came by because he knew Ed. And then that's how that relationship started. And then he is the marketing guy for magnus and ed bergenholtz the one that's the driver of yeah. your car yeah gotcha. ed bergenholtz is like the if nobody knows who ed is and people that are listening don't know who he is is he's basically the granddaddy of the import front wheel drive drag, drag racing yeah he's the 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 guy that started with steph and lisa kubo and, bergenholtz brothers mm-hmm, ed and, and ron all those guys <clears throat> and even though those guys started a little bit earlier than him or you know within the same 
era, right? The 90s, early mm -hmm. 90s. So anyway, inventor of the wheelie bar, and that's now utilized in any pro car, front wheel drive um, platform. So they did, they did a lot of innovative things back then, you know? So he's now a driver for us, um, good friend of ours. We, we, it's like family, you know what I mean? So um glad and very thankful to have him um it's really fun to to interact with him and like able to bring back some history into the sport back again because it's so it's so fast-paced now yeah. it's so forgetful like people are just like wind it up like a toy and it's just like it's like moving so fast you know what i mean and then like it gets it gets burned out from time to time because we don't rewind the we don't rewind it back up. You know, yeah. what I mean? it's constant. It's constant memories of bringing that back up, and it's nice to have Ed be there so that when we go through these things, he's like he tells us stories on the way. Like, dude, I'm reliving everything. You know, it's nice. like it's it's cool. You know, it's cool to experience that. So, um, so you're at Bakersfield with Ed. Yeah, Bakersfield. That guy we comes. test, and we have the same issue where the car goes really fast, and then the next car, uh, the next pass, we go and try to make improvements. We go out there, and the fucking car doesn't go into gear, and we're like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, okay, so we'll just fix this, you know, and it's a new gear set, and we're making these custom gear sets through uh, Cal West, which is uh, um, Anthony, which he works over at RS Machine. Um, aka par transmission and we're testing these new uh gear sets that we're making for the front wheel drive platform it's been around for a while but we're making improvements you know so there's no longer any cracking in the in the pinions and it's just like it's a it's like it's the best in the market right Got now you. and nobody knows about it yet but they will okay mm -hmm. we were just uh -huh. testing it for a few years before we can actually release it and now this shit is like I, I would I would be hard pressed to say that anything out there that would even be comparable, you know. Really, the the PPG, the Albans, they're all great units, but this thing is gonna outlast those things. Tenfold. So who's gonna be offering this? You? Um, no, it's gonna be Anthony. So they could come through me to get it too. So it's a little bit easier because you know I'm a little bit more accessible online. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's going to be a thing, but we're also moving into all-wheel drive platforms yeah. and that's going to be done very soon too. So we're going to alleviate a lot of those problems. Um And what was that company again? Um Cal West. Cal West. Yeah. Okay, cool. So California West. So it's it's uh it's his business name. I don't know if it's going to change when this thing blows up, but it will because we've been working on Sick. it for really hard. But anyway, the story of World Cup, man, what a fucking mission, bro. Like So you were trying to you were having the problems with the transmission at Bakersfield. Did you figure it out? Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't the transmission. So the the guy that came from from Canada that lives in Fresno, he was the one that kind no, of No, no, he it was just that story led into basically we were there, he came, we met, and then we we had a partnership with Magnus and then we started to change over to the mechanical fuel pump because it was available. Got you. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. And, or, and the reason why we changed is because the new turbo development that Precision is putting out, the next-gen turbo, is requires more fuel. Got right? you. And okay. we're right at the cusp of where we're at with electronic fuel pump and like the welding and maxed stuff like out. that. Yeah, so not necessarily maxed out, but we were there. Got you. You know what I mean? So if we wanted to make any more boost or more power output, we would have to change some okay. configurations up. So, and that was what what it is. So it's just almost like coming around full circle with the hot rod days with the cars that are just back half back in the day and like big tires and like, you know, 
the Gary Gardella places and the Ed Bergenholtz and all those other guys do, you know, just heavy fuel, heavy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it just needs a big ignition, dude. all the bells and whistles. Yeah. We're just there now. Got you. Know? you. Okay. So history is slowly <clears throat> repeating itself right now. Like we're basically stuck in where we were back in the nineties, like back into the early two thousands. And now yeah. we're trans- transitioning into, um, pro cars. Gotcha. Okay. But, uh, hence come back to that story. <laughs> so we go and test and we have these little issues. We don't think it's is- uh, big issues, but they turn into really big issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during this whole course of time, we were figuring out like, what the fuck is going on with the car? Why is it getting locked out in the, tr- in the transmission? And it was a culmination of things, but we a- end up figuring it out that it was the starter of all things, a fucking hundred dollar, $75 huh. starter which failed internally. So the starter would work great, but the insulation in the starter internally was broken. So what would happen, it was would start the car, everything would be fine under low resonance, idling, stuff like that. But once we put RPM into it, the vibration that the engine made would open up that insulation and zap the car. Like literally putting a battery cable wire, positive cable wire, and just fucking striking our fucking car, just blah, blah, thousands of times. I remember you posted the picture of the cam. Yeah, that was just a cam. Oh, my God. It was the whole fucking car had that shit. Spot welds all over the motherfucker. Shit you not. People think I'm fucking lying, dude. It was the cam, the cam gear. It was as strong as to zap and demagnetize the magnets in the cam sensor yeah and the can't all the sensors in the car got wiped out like slowly like just getting electrocuted to death so you didn't notice or or ed didn't notice anything while he's racing no like flickering no, or nothing cutting nothing out because like the the huh. setup that we have won't allow it to do that got you okay so um as it's crazy as smart as the car is that was almost our downfall i feel mm-hmm. you know like since the we have a PDM in the car, a motor yeah. PDM, which is like an onboard internal, like a, a smart, a smart relay. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. So it would keep stuff on if stuff got out awry. So we never really caught it because I never really looked into the PDM. Nobody would have thought a fucking starter would kill our fucking car. That's wild. We just don't think because we're looking at it and we're like, dude, what would cause this micro welding in the gear? You know, like we we didn't know it was micro welding. We thought it was just a clearance issue. Mm-hmm. You know, because everything was tight because it's a new gear set. If we were at the old gear set, I think we would immediately caught it because gotcha. we're like, oh, it's, we know it's proven. Everything works, but now it's not. So we know it's, it looked like, it, to us, it looked like welding. It looked like somebody took a welder and fucking welded our gear set together. And we're like, dude. So under further inspection, we found out there was little tiny spot welds everywhere. And they're like, dude, it's got to be the starter. Because that's the only thing that powers that the engine. power, yeah, yeah. So we took it apart and we're like, it's fine. You know, it's like we took it off and look at it and it's fine. And then under further inspection, you see the mounting of the starters just shot like welds all over the casing from the billet housing to the motor spot welds all over that. The camshafts, <laughs> fucking gear sets, the shift change holder, the shift rod like it was going through everything. What the fuck? The fucking engine mounts, the mounts that you actually put the bolt yeah. through. You look at it, it's all mangled with little tiny welds it looked like it would look like you would be compressing pieces of sand like and and bolting your car in so it looks like there's just particles gotcha. in there that get crushed it's not that it's it's actually physically electric like getting electrocuted 
Wow. And burning that out. Yeah. Now, what was the symptom of it again? Just it. Um, you sim- weren't you weren't able to go yeah, into so gear. We wouldn't the- be able to go into gear, but then there was misfires, but we couldn't see gotcha. it or hear it. It was it was so fast, like it would run through the RPM, right, the motor, and going through the gears fine, but we would barely barely see these little fucking little chops in mm. in the RPM graph, and it looked normal, but yeah. it's not. Got you. Okay. You know so. That led into valve train problems where once the car starts miss when you misfire at fucking, you know, 10,000, 11,000 RPM, shit goes fucking bad real fast in <laughs> yeah. the valve train. You know what I mean? So we kept bending valves and we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this car? Like this car went from being a consistent 820 car to trash, like dying. It was dying throughout the whole pass. And the way I figured it out was somebody in the stands was recording our fucking pass and sent it to us. And then I heard the car because we all stand at the starting line. We can't hear it down there. But once we started to hear it down there, it was like popping and banging. We're like, dude, oh, that's traction control. It's like, no, it's not. I don't fucking have traction control. down. I have traction control in the first 60 feet and it's off. So I'm like, it's not that. What the fuck is that? So we end up further inspecting it and found out. That was the cause. Hmm. So like that little problem culminated into the whole fucking car having a problem, right? So basically our 2019 fucking season was completely washed out because of that. And when we went to World Cup, it was stem from all that. And we were chasing, like I was chasing all fucking weekend long. Like the moment we got there to fucking first round of qualifying, the car didn't even do a burnout, bro. Because it was it was getting zapped in the burnout, and I was like, I heard it, and I was like, what the fuck is that? It's like it sounds like it's misfiring, you know, like it's it's bad, you know, like yeah. it'll get up on the two step, and then it'll be like, and then it wouldn't go into overrun boost, and then all of a sudden it'll go into overrun boost, and then it will go off. So I was like, there's something wrong with this shit. So we started looking into it further, and we're like, dude, man, that's what it was, you know. So we changed it change the starter change all the sensors and everything but now we had a clean slate we have a car that's not even tuned like oh, we had to change everything so and this is at world cup yeah so thursday fuck up a cylinder head put another cylinder head on try it again and now we figure it out so now we're tuning from zero mm-hmm. so we're starting to slowly chip away at it mm-hmm. because the o2 sensor got fucking wiped out too so we have to fucking fix everything you know we Put a new O2 air calibrate. The whole, the whole routine shit mm-hmm. that you're supposed to do, but it just wasn't close, right? So I think it was Friday night, Saturday night. I don't fucking even remember, dude. I think it was fucking Friday night, and we went to the dyno like four in the morning. Where at? Mike over at. Um, I think it was. Uh, sorry, man. I'm drawing a blank, Mike, but. <clears throat> It's basically uh, Mike from back in the day. It's I think it's Fusion Motorworks or something like that. And it's, it's, in, it's in Baltimore. It oh, was okay, far. Gotcha, like gotcha. we had to drive. So he he did us a huge favor. Went out there. Um, kinetic. Sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Fusion. It was Kinetic. Kinetic. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so went out there, put it on the dyno, fixed it. Um, but you know we can't put it on kill on the dyno. We just yeah. had a, a certain situation where we're trying to get it close and then do the rest at the track. At the track, okay. And fortunately for me, like I'm good friends with Abe, and Abe was like, "Dude, help me out a lot." Because that's the rated guy, R. Yeah, Abe, the he, tuner. Yeah, he has so much available tuning, uh, you know, uh, experience that he could just see something and know like it's it's there or not, you know. So he gave me. Uh, 
assistance in that and and set the car up uh, a little differently so that we know that it would leave mm-hmm. and then the next fucking morning i think it was uh we were going out against ostrom uh first round because that that night we came back uh the the next following day saturday was our last qualifier to get in we didn't get in we were fucking we were struggling mm-hmm. the whole weekend saturday was hell mary and mm-hmm. we got in, I think, with the 859, that one pass. Mm-hmm. Like, we just threw it in, and it was popping and banging. It wasn't <laughs> happy. It was fucking hurt. Like, it it legged through there, like, at 59 at 175. Like, but that was the data pass that we needed, okay. you know? Then we fixed everything, ready for Sunday. But we had Q1 against the fucking fastest fucking car that reset the fucking track record and reset the class record, mm-hmm. which was the Speed Factor all-wheel drive car. Mm-hmm. And we're like, everybody was kind of bitching about it. And I was like, why are we, there's nothing to bitch about. You know what I mean? This is the cars we're dealt and this fucking car's fast. So let's give that at it. You know what I mean? You mean everybody, your guys on your team? No, the whole, the whole class was just, they just like, oh, it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. This car's all, we'll drive this and that. I was like, dude, what the fuck you guys did? This is drag racing. Nothing's fucking fair. You know what I mean? Whoever has the bigger pockets. Yeah. So let's just see what we have with what we got, you know? So, um, we were in high expectation, high hopes because Ed is a great driver. Mm Mm-hmm. So we went out there and Ed tried to cut a light on him and he went five thousandths too fast. You know, mm. we, we read, we went five thousandths red on the dude. But if we didn't, we would have probably won, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's just the name of the game. You yeah. know what I mean? But when we out there, um, that pass wasn't stellar either, man. It was good to the eighth. It mm-hmm. was halfway decent to the I don't even know what it went. I think it went like a five sixty or something. It was yeah. wasn't bad. But we cut a fucking nasty light on Austro. He was he like was like fucking sleeping with the fucking bottom of the fucking pillow he was like a 300 light or something i don't remember i can't yeah. really i can't really say but he was sleeping bad got gotcha. you know? 300s is big you know what i mean so we cut a we cut a good we we, we went 5002 fucking fast so it doesn't really matter but yeah so and that was sunday 2020 that was sunday okay. and we got put on the trailer first round but and overall, it was a success because we figured out what it was. Yeah. And immediately right after that, um, we kind of regrouped, fixed our fucking motors from RS Machine. They did a great job. Um, even after all that bullshit that went down, every single block looked great. You know, mm-hmm. we just had um, some ring sealing issues. We still kind of are developing that right now and working on that right now. So um, hopefully that gets fixed before Vegas because uh, this last race in Bakersfield, that's what our problems were in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went rounds in Vegas right as soon as we got home and fixed that electric problem. <sighs> car is just it, it's on a it's it's basically starting back on 2019 January. Like we lost a year, yeah. basically, right? Because the whole year we were chasing this problem. We didn't know what it was, you know, and we we're like literally at a wall stuck, you know. So mm-hmm. we fixed that issue. Um, and then now we developed uh, a lot more data in this last race that we went to. We went to the semis uh, just on Sunday, um, which was great. Um, it was basically point A, point B. Car was consistent. Came out the whole right at tune-up, you know, 835, 184 on a run, you mm-hmm. know. Like, that was our first pass, you know what I mean? So we were slowly chipping away at it. Um Again, Abe helps us out tremendously on like insight and and knowledge. Man, that guy's fucking super smart, dude. Like, so even he helps you like remote tune when you're over here. Not or? remote tune, just advice. You know, gotcha. I don't want to bother okay. him because he has a lot of shit on his plate. Yeah, and I'm not the guy to be like, hey, hey you know, help me, help me, help. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not that guy. You know, like I've always been. You could call it ego, whatever. I just want to try to do it myself. You know, mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna be the guy 
and it is my downfall unfortunately and i can admit that but i'm just the guy that wants to do it all you know like be a perfectionist at in every aspect whether it be you know paint body work suspension you know welding just any craft that i try to choose to do i want to do it and i want to know how to do it i want to be the best at it and you know whether it be assemblies motor assemblies you know anything just looking at just gaining valuable knowledge that not people won't have you know and you have to do that with tuning too you know what i mean yeah so for me i'm not no tuner by any means you know but i know some shit now yeah you know so i'm learning as i go and learn every day yeah you know and i and i start to see things it's like the matrix like you see all these codes and you're just looking at it and you're just like what the fuck is all this that's the that's the code to make my car glow yeah and then yeah exactly (laughs) right and you look at it and you don't know what you're looking at but now i know i look at it and and it's everything makes sense gotcha. you know what i mean so like to others where i used to be used to be like that where like you just look at a bunch of numbers you're like what the fuck is going on you know but now that i look at it, i'm like okay i know what i'm doing you know yeah like <clears throat> it works out that way but it's experience just like with anything in racing it's all experience you know what i mean you're not going to be the biggest baddest motherfucker out there right off the right off the heap you know you can't just jump in the boxing ring and think that you're fucking tyson you know it's just yeah not, it's not gonna happen there's there's only one Tyson. There's only one Abe. There's only one Chris Miller. There's only one of these really top contenders, but they haven't got there without eating shit a bunch of times. You know what I mean? Let's let, so. let's talk about that. So, um, in the in the race community right now, who do you think are some of the uh, the best tuners out? You've mentioned Abe already. Well, in our field, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think Abe is probably on the top chain. Okay, you know, because he's ambitious. I mean, this is from my point of view. Yeah, right? not the best. I'm just saying, like no. some of the some of the guys up in in that Absolutely. conversation. I mean, there's always the guys that we've always looked up to that has been doing this since fucking the time that EFI has come out, you know. And those guys are like Shane T and you know Nate uh, from Motec. I always call him Nate Motec, but now he works at HPD and he does mm-hmm. some fucking high end shit. He doesn't give a shit about us no more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not to throw you under the bus, Nate, but you know, that's how I feel. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but we're really good friends, but um, but yeah, you know, you got top guys like that, James Lynn. I mean, there's so many of them, Eric Sue, and just at Cosworth now he's at HPD. There's you know, Tyler Hara is great, and there's so many other guys, you know, like Steph, Steph of Bogodok is probably another one of them. That's yeah, really good. like these are the guys that I know, you know, gotcha. like I know and I keep my, my eye on, but um. Ed's really good too. Um, Ed doesn't tune the car. Um, I think he just gives me that responsibility as me as trying to, I, maybe he's trying to teach me. I don't know. You know, like I just keep it as I get information and then I utilize that information to see what I can do. Yeah. You know, whether it be bad or good, sometimes I miss on it, sometimes I not, but that's my learning curve. You know, now I know what not to do and what to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, every day we go out to the track, I learn something. Yeah. I, I make sure of that. I make sure I learn something. So, um, I'm gonna be a killer one day. I mean, it's not. It might not be tomorrow. Might not be next week. But I'm, <laughs> I know for sure because once I have that that itch, it doesn't go away until yeah. I figure it out. You know. So um, I'm close. Um, and I just thank all my sponsors that back us. You know, throughout the all the hardships because that's where the real sponsors lie. It's not when everything's goody two shoe and everything's good and you're on podium and you're just winning races and everything's fucking. You know, flashy and fucking lights going off and pictures being taken, your shit being reposted. It's not always that way, man. Mm-hmm. It's always that the struggle, you know. And I always look at it as every time we fail, it's something that 
I fail to look forward to, you know, like, like as much as I don't want it to happen, when it does happen, I apply it and then it doesn't happen again, you know? So it's just, we got to figure it out until we know what happened because that's the knowledge. You yeah. just can't brush <clears throat> it off, you know? So that's kind of like where we're at and that's what happened with World Cup and like now when we get back, it's like immediately it was a night and day difference. We go from, we go from World Cup to having no fucking car, to having the biggest piece of shit turd on the the fucking block in yeah. Maryland, to coming back home being, I think Q, I think we qualified one or two or top half of the ladder, and went to the finals, mm -hmm. and it was the two probably the two fastest cars in the class at the finals. It was it was basically picture perfect, right? and that was this past weekend at IFL. no that this was in December. Right after World Cup. What what event was that? IFO Vegas. Got you. Yeah, okay. December seventh. Got so you. We went there. I had a drive, unfortunately, because Ed was Ed was uh, busy with work. Mm -hmm. um, so I got in the driver's seat, and that was pretty fun and interesting. And uh, we had a lot of fun in Vegas, man. The car was going rounds. So we we're super happy, and we're really on high morals because we're like we went from a not fucking working car all week or. I would say all year mm -hmm. to having this motherfucker who just go rounds like back to back. Right. And then unfortunately at the very end, we are just losing a bunch of crankcase pressure. Like it was just, the motor wasn't happy, you know? So we lost in the finals. Um, but it was a good learning curve. We lost to Steven. And then, uh, so we're going to go out there and, uh, Steven, what car is that? Uh, Steven Ollie from Vegas. It's like a fire orange Integra. Pretty okay. nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Good dude, man. <laughs> But uh, we're going out there to stomp them out on gotcha. on March yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. March fifteenth. So be ready, you know. Like uh, that. That's uh, <laughs> I love. That's the competitive nature, right? That's yeah. why we drag race. So um, it's all in good. It's all in good. You know, friendship and everything uh, within uh, the community. All in good. Good. You know, competitiveness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we get onto the track, that's the way it is. But <laughs> but it's it's fun because now we come to Bakersfield and we're going rounds again, you know, right off the trailer. It goes it's PB, you know, at at Bakersfield, start off right where we left off, you know, when the car was running good. So so, so tell me about IFO. Um, what was your experience like? Uh, IFO, you know, <clears throat> it is it, it, it it's just what it is. You know, we have uh, an event that we can attend to. And we support everything, you know what I mean? Whether or not, like, we get along, we don't get along, and some things that we believe in that, that maybe the promoter doesn't believe in and other things like that, we just try to work together, you know yeah. what I mean? We try to support the event. We try to bring revenue to to the sport, bring revenue to the tracks, and keep everything open, healthy, and running because at the end of the day, uh, you got to make money to run, you know? So um, that's the way it is, you know? So... But this past weekend, um, I had no complaints. I think everything was great. The only thing mishap that was kind of I felt a little sideways about was when we went up first rounds of eliminations, um, Cliff requested Ed to uh, do a burnout um, immediately right after the national anthem. And a lot of stuff going on. We're, we're you know, we have a routine. We got to turn the car on. We got to prepare the car, make the car, sure, make sure the car is straight into the burnout box. This car is not like any other car, you know. We have a spool in it. It sits low. You need it. We might need to fucking check you out. You have to fucking pyrometer your I got fucking a, I brain. I got a temperature you... right now. Too, 
<laughs> the herpes is acting oh, up. Oh, shit, man. I don't know, man. You better cover up, bro. We got to get you one of those Chinese masks. Dog. You got one of those shits in here, dude. That... Um, but anyhow, yeah, that was, uh, it was kind of, it was, a, it was a miscommunication. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And Ed was, all of us were kind of like, what? You want us to do what in the national anthem? Like, we were kind of like, because we, you know, that's my background. You know, I'm very, you could say I'm patriotic or, yeah. you know, I'm. You know, I'm a huge advocate of uh, freedoms and America and the military and all that stuff. You yeah, know? I'm a huge supporter, you know. So as you know, like uh, any veteran or active military, they get 20 percent off forever, forever. It doesn't matter. You know, so that's how I am, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I love supporting that. And I felt I was like, what the fuck did he just ask me? You know, mm-hmm. like I was like. I didn't want to do it, so I yeah. didn't do it. And then he's like, "Pull the car up into the burnout box," and I'm like, "This guy, this guy's serious." Yeah. And I was like, "We're just gonna do the national." I took my hat off and I was like, "Ready?" And then all of a sudden, I said, "All right, man." I said, "You want, you want this?" He's like, "Yeah, pull it up into the burnout." So I said, "Ed, turn the car on." Ed was like, "Huh?" I was yeah. like, "Yeah, this guy fucking. This, uh, we're just following <laughs> orders, man." <laughs> so we turned the car on, and then. Nobody said anything. We're like, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm fucking pissed. You know, I'm like, fucking, how are we gonna disrespect this? You know? Yeah. And then they're like, and then they're like, the track personnel is like, dude, I can't hear the national anthem. Have him turn off the car. Like, not saying that verbally, but like, I can see his mannerisms. He's going like this. He's pointing to his ears. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, dude, he's making us look like an asshole right yeah. now. You know? And I'm like telling Ed, I said, what are we going to do? Like, I look at him. I said, I don't fucking know. Like, I look at I don't, I don't know. Look at him. And then Ed, and then Cliff's like, turn the car off. I said, I can't turn the car off. The car, once the car stays on, it's really difficult to turn it. Turn it uh, t- when you turn the car off, it's hard to turn it back on again. You know what I mean? And we might delay something or it might not even turn back on. I don't know. Why? What, know? what are some of the things that causes that? It's a mechanical pump. There's a certain way to prime it. There's a certain <clears> way to start it. We have to use starter fluid. We're completely out of it at that moment in time, which is kind of ironic. You mm. know, like we were using brake fluid, like brake cleaner to fucking start it. It's not happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the motor wasn't happy either. So I'm like, fuck, you know, what are we going to do? You know? And then comes the thing. It's like after the shit is over and the other car proceeds to do the burnout, we do our burnout. And then he comes over and talks shit to us. Mm. And I was like, dude, are you kidding me, man? You, we're just told what to do. You just you told us to do that. No, you you could have pulled it in the burnout box and then turned the car off. I said, dude, it doesn't work that way. I told you it doesn't work that way. And he's like, all right, oh, I didn't know that. No, no, no. It's like, dude, you just made us look like an asshole, you know? Mm. But it was just a miscommunication error. He apologized. I apologized. We were just both heated. And my guys were heated because they're fucking military, man. Yeah. You know? Brian is a Marine, you know what I mean? And, and, Romel is in the Navy and just like, you know, I, I'm like a huge supporter of them. You know what I mean? It's like that was I felt sideways. Yeah, you know, I felt really sideways. Like I wanted to fucking I wanted to go off. But yeah, I was like, keep your composure. It's miscommunication. Just chill. Everything is good. Like fucking it's all good. Yeah, you know? we made our pass. We won that round and we just went back to the pits. But all of us were talking like we were pissed. Like, yeah, we're in bad spirits right now, you know? And we figured it out, and we're just like, everybody calmed down. Everybody was cool, and it was just miscommunication. I, I, I believe that he just wanted us to pull into the burnout, turn the car off, turn it back on when the shit was done, and it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I told him it's not going to happen, you know? So maybe that was the that was the miscommunication error there. But other than that, 
Um, event went overall pretty smooth, man. And I, I enjoy it there because Bakersfield is that professional. You know, they treat they treat the, the races very seriously. They keep, you know, they make sure that everybody's safe. And they prep the track as much as they can, you know, with what they have. Yeah. You know? So, um, no complaints, man. I liked it. I had a fucking blast because the core was just working like as usual, you know. So, we were, everybody was in high spirits. Um, everybody that was pretty much around us was pretty dope. Like, no complaints. Everybody had a great time. Looked like everybody at the track had a great time. Even though there were some problems <clears throat> here and there. With their cars breaking and stuff, uh, ever everybody was pretty good. Pretty, Were you cooking? Pretty happy. No, no. that was another thing that kind of helped me out. Ramel was doing all the cooking. It was fucking great. I didn't have to stress on that. I could focus on the car. So now I know when you go to World Cup, you always bring a. Oh yeah, World Cup's a different story, man. Yeah, World Cup is like a fuck, <clears throat> couple grand worth of food. You know, really? Like we do it. We do it big, like scallops, shrimp cocktails, wow, steaks flat you know what i mean like we do now is that just right. for your guys or yeah. just anybody that you know yeah or? and then we're, we're our kitchen is always open at world cup man dude we have people eat sleep race shows up i mean like man everybody knows so everybody comes in gets a little piece you yeah know, get piece of the pie and we don't mind you know like that's one thing that i'm huge on is like i want to feed everybody i don't care if i know you or not i don't care if i hate you or not you can come and eat really yeah i'm i'm totally cool with that you know what i mean because food is is the is the universal tool of language you know it's like everybody's like everybody get it you can't be mad when you're eating ice cream you know what i mean yeah you, just can't, you can't be it's not you, you can't be pissed off when you're having a really good taco you know like yeah just that changes your your persona and your just mannerisms all get laxed out when you eat you know what i mean because yeah. it's like it's a i don't know it's maybe it's your euphoric or whatever it might be but it's just um yeah you, you feel good when you eat yeah you know? you yeah i always that. say that food is is like such a um it's a universal language it, it's like su even... such an intimate thing yeah because you're Absolutely. literally like giving somebody life yeah you know you need food Absolutely. to live yeah and you put your heart into it and you put your love into it and then that's how you spread that you know what i mean yeah and it's always positive it's very hard for me to turn away food if i go somewhere if i go to someone's I house see that. <laughs> if i go to somebody's house and they make me a sandwich or something like sure. that i'm like Fuck, it'd okay. be more disrespectful to turn it down than to do you know what i mean that's Definitely, what I like dude when somebody offers me food and it's it's got to be you know a certain situation but you know it would be rarely i would be like okay no it's all good but if they like force it hey man you got to eat I'm going to take it. You yeah. Know? It's cool. Even uh, I don't eat McDonald's. Like that's especially, one thing with me. Yeah. Especially elders and yeah. stuff like that. I, yeah, for sure. I just don't eat McDonald's at all. Yeah, and I went to, um, I went to grid life and then woke up in the morning. One of my buddies knocking on the tent and I opened it up and he brought McDonald's for all of us yeah. breakfast. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. You got you know? it. I got yeah. to, because it's like, it's, I feel it's, it's disrespectful yeah. because somebody is actually thinking of you yeah, and wanting to give you exactly, life. Exactly. You know, you know that's, that's another thing. Yeah. That's how I think about food. But you say even people that, that you don't, um, that, that you don't like or whatever. Do you feel like, uh, your personality being so strong that you're misunderstood? Yeah, I think so, man. I think that's the common thing, right? Like what I say particularly or how I type online may, may not it might come off more like standoffish or like, you know, off-putting. 
but it's just you know that's how my personality is no filter but it's no it's no harm no foul for me you know what i mean like i don't take I, i guess i feel like i might have to kind of uh try to reiterate some things in my mind before I put it out there. Cause I'm just putting out from my soul. Yeah. I, mean? I, I feel fake if I don't, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if I say something like it's just how I am, you know what I mean? It might be in the wrong context, Yeah. you know, and I'm not, I'm trying to probably put something out there that is not entirely written correctly, mm-hmm. but um, just so that everybody knows it's like, it's not, it's not personal. You know what I mean? I'm not directing anything to like harm anybody intentionally or anything like that or just belittle anybody yeah. or nothing like that. Just kind of like I'm I feel like as a as a advocate of the sport and like unfortunately for me I don't look at it as I'm a guy that people look up to, but it's just the reality of the situation. It, it happens, right? So people look at me as like a, a public figure or something, yeah. you know? And I don't feel that way. But I have to realize that I am that way. And yeah. I have to fucking try to, you know, kick back a little bit sometimes, yeah. you know? So um, I think it's <laughs> it's kind of like when I talk to somebody and f- like face to face, you could feel how I am and you can see like my personality within you like you can you can instill these different things that you feel off that yeah. you know that i'm like cool versus me typing something and you're not hearing a thing yeah. but you're just reading it yeah so it's just like it's just like the whole thing where you can write like fuck you or something like that on a post right and you would be like what the fuck yeah. but i could be like hey, fuck, ah, fuck you, you. man yeah. like it's like different you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know how to explain it and i'm like dumb like that not to explain <clears throat> that's why i have a problem but you know that's the way it is you know what i mean like that's yeah. why i always like to talk in person i always like to talk on the phone because this is a totally different uh situation you know yeah like, i'm like when i when i talk shit about drag racing and stuff like that it's not really like i'm like mad you know, yeah. I'm just talking shit, you know, so to get you riled up to go and be more competitive and, and you know, change your game up a little bit and, you know, put a little pressure on you and, and better yourself. You know, that's kind of like what it is. Yeah. And I think I'm just like that because I've always been I always felt like a um, a personality that wants to teach. I'm not I'm not a person that hides anything. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I want to show and I want to expose everything that I have and everything that I learn and I want to teach the. The people that don't know, you know, whether you be older or younger, I just, I am the same exact way with everybody, you know, yeah. like if somebody doesn't know something, I'll teach them. And I think, I think a lot of people can, can relate to that. And a lot of people can say, yeah, because everybody that calls me and asks me tech questions from things completely irrelevant to what I have. And they understand how things work and how things, you know, like how things operate. Yeah. Then they'll go, holy shit, I didn't even think about that. So their perspective changes. And then they're like, man, dude, you taught me a lot. And that feels good. Mm-hmm. That, that feels good for me. Like, I, I love to see people learn something every day, you know? And, like, with Brian, too. Like, he, he came into my shop not knowing shit. Brian, guy, Brian, Brian Guts Gutierrez. Garage. Yeah, Guts Garage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, dude, man, the guy's going to be a beast, dude. Yeah. He has a huge amount of potential. <clears throat> He just needs to 
he's young right now. Yeah. So I get it. I was in his shoes and I know. Like, you know how some young, you know, when you were young, you thought you know everything. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. You're told what to do and then you're like, oh, yeah, I could do that. But then you don't do it really efficiency, like efficiently. Yeah. And then you don't, you do it good, but you don't do it efficient. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's differences. Everybody can do anything. But there's some guys that are just doing it better because they have more experience. You know, it's all about experience and knowledge. Yeah. So as he applies that, he just gets better and better. So. I love it, man. When I seen uh, the first time I, I got uh, familiar with him was when he was making all those trips out to mm -hmm. uh, H days. I was like, dude, that's dope, man, because I, I that in itself is <laughs> like commendable bro oh super man because i would see his car and i'm like bro how the, hell how the fuck did you do that pile dude? of shit sorry i'm not talking <laughs> shit but dude you drove that pile a few times 2700 miles yeah dude and that's um, wild bro that, that was dope and then when i seen him working with you i was just mm -hmm. like this is perfect yeah because you're an og bro and i know that you have the knowledge that can help get him to the goal that he wants to yeah. get to you know yeah. You know, and it's everything. It's just like don't take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think he he he's still young. Mm -hmm. He still has a lot to learn. But uh, yeah, he's getting there, man. I love he it. Just dude. gotta you just gotta keep pressuring him, and you always gotta keep the pressure on. And he's always gotta give it one hundred because why do something if you're not gonna give it one hundred every day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, you get comfortable. You know what I mean? There's there's certain situations where. You do it day in and day out, and then just the comfortability comes in, and that's the devil, you know? Like, yeah. once you get comfortable, that's where you fail all the time. Like, you get comfortable in certain shit, and you're just like, yeah, it's all good. That means that you're just giving up. Yeah. That's that's to me in my eye. Like, And I'm I'm a culprit of it, too, you know? Like, the main thing is the diet. <laughs> the yeah. dieting for me is, like, fucking impossible, dude. Yeah. It's like my mind is already trained to be, like, like I think I fucked myself up early because I ate at like all the like the best places, right? The best fucking taco spots, the best steakhouses, the best of the best. Was this of the when best. you were in in your real realty mm. realtor? Era? Well, before that, I think it was before that. But during that, yeah, man. I mean, dude. We go with to clients and Ruth shit. Chris at fucking steakhouse on fucking Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And just like go to oh man, uh, <clears throat> shit, we're bored. Let's just go to Vegas for like a fucking you know, yeah. couple days and fly in there. It's I all feel good. you. And it's like you go there and you just eat at the best places in the Paris and just like you yeah. know you just have the best of the best, you yeah. know. And then when you have that, like everything else that that's in the same uh, ethnicity or the same yeah, quality yeah, yeah. of food, it's all trash. Like, you just can't eat that anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that goes with the diet. It's like, I eat such flavorful, like, great food, and then I go to that, and then I have to eat fucking dried-out granola with fucking plain yogurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, fuck. Is this by doctor's request, or you just want to make just, life yeah, changes? It, yeah, life changes, obviously, you know? But yeah. it's tough. Because it's especially tough because, for me, it's like my timeline, you know what I mean? Like, uh, from... 6 30 to 2 a.m it's like my window you know like yeah. i do everything i can and during those times i forget to eat or yeah. sometimes when i'm fucking hungry i just can't do it you gotta fucking push through and then when you finish and when you get all that shit done six seven o'clock and then you're just ready to go eat eight nine right mm -hmm. and then once you're at eight nine you go home and you're not doing anything active and you just have all that food in your system it's fucked up yeah that's my problem you know but during the day i'm pretty <clears throat> I'm pretty decent, you know what I mean? But lately with when it's race season, man, I eat like trash because all the other guys eat like trash. You know, yeah. we're just like getting delivery, you know, fucking 
grub hubbing it or just doing something random and it's just like you're not gonna fuck your grub hub a, a salad and like you know what i mean like yeah. anything high quality it's just healthy foods is just not on the table at that time you know eight nine o'clock everybody's like pretty much like closed yeah you know so you just get the in and outs or the you know or the other junk food that's out there pizza whatever it might be so yeah that's my downfall right now but i think i'm getting to it at least i'm exercising now at at least if you're uh aware of (laughs) of your downfalls or your opportunities you know that's that's step one Mm -hmm. um do you feel like you want to improve the way that that your message comes off so it'll reach more people sure that's i think that's the way everybody should be or is you know but um you know i just shoot off at the hip yeah you know what i mean i think that's my problem i think it's not it's not per se a problem it's just i think uh in this generation it's so it's different yeah it's fucking super sensitive it's crazy like i have i cannot grasp the situation of how drag racers and sensitivity go hand in hand now. It's bonkers to me. Like, I can't look at it as when I first started this, mm-hmm. people were like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen a lot of shit go down with a lot of OGs, and it's like, that's what's instilled in me. You know what I mean? Because that's the example that I was brought up to be, you know? Like, like drag racers are fucking huge shit talkers, and we go back and forth, but at the end of the day, we're still putting it out on the track now it's different now people take it personal like the internet has created this vast audience of just sensitive fucking pansies dude it's weird it's like it doesn't make any sense to me how can you be an egotistical drag racer and be sensitive about somebody's you know, ones and twos that are saying something to you on a post. Insecurities? Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's basically what it comes down fucking to, you know? Unbelievable, dude. And it's just, um, I mean, I think the, the way that you look at it is from an older yeah, point of view. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of people can't resonate with yeah. that. Yeah, and... You know what I mean? the the way that things were that's that's gone and yeah. it, i've i've spoken For to sure. many people that have your same mentality and i i just say like yo if you want to be able to connect with a, a more broader sure. audience yeah. you have to learn how to deal with yeah. each type of personality and a lot of it is insecurities mm-hmm. you know and i have them as well as yeah. as well that's uh, ego too a lot of you people know, do you know a lot as, of people don't like to have mm. people talk to you a certain way or what yeah just definitely like, but it's nothing personal it's just like you know some people talk a certain way some people like you know uh put off messages a certain yeah. way and just not nothing personal but um i think a lot of people take it personal and it's just weird it's just kind of like eh, all right well whatever, i mean depend dude. just cool. think about it from this way if if you're an og in the race community Mm -hmm. in in the honda community just think about it if if them they grew up looking at you looking at your car things that you've done Mm -hmm. and then you guys have an interaction and then then the interaction goes towards like you're belittling them to them that's how they that's how they feel yeah like that it's it's very understandable to for them to be in their feelings about something yeah which it shouldn't be, you know. Mm-hmm. It it really doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really resonate. That I think way. the the skill that you have with being able to, you know, talk shit, be abrasive, and mm-hmm. then just brush it off. 
that's that's not a normal thing that most people have yeah. and like my you gotta be compassionate i guess and <clears throat> i i i am a definitely a product of my own environment too you know so what you it's like a laws of attraction what you put out is what you get yeah right? so and i don't mind it but that's just how i am and i have to realize and i have to understand that not everybody's me yeah you know, not everybody thinks like me and i'm a constant uh I guess like I'm always I'm always victim to that yeah. role, you know. And I look at it like, but I'm just a regular dude. No, you're not. You have to think of that as like, no, you're not, dude. Yeah. People look up to you, man. Yeah. You gotta stop that shit. And I look back, I'm like, yeah, man. You know, like I really get most of my encouragement just by watching like Ed and and Ron and how they talk. Ron's crazy. Like Ron's just <laughs> like me. He just he yeah. doesn't care. He'll just talk shit to your face. Yeah, and, and that's just how he is. But I really tried to conform to like how Ed speaks and and does and how he gets his messages across because it, it really does change your change your perspective when you read it, especially. So I'm learning that right because yeah. most of the time when we're talking face to face, people get me. Yeah, you know they know that I'm not like a you know I'm not trying to be a dick you know. But definitely in the mindset of like being online and just reading it with no with no context behind it or yeah. no feelings or no like mannerisms of how you talk it's different because i'm a sarcastic person i'm very dry i have a very dry sarcasm you know yeah. it's like it's like it's just that's just the way it is you know and i think most people get it once they talk to me like oh man like i get it all the time when i talk to people i'm like dude i'm tired of texting can you just call me yeah and then we talk and then i give them tech <clears throat> info when i speak he's like oh man i didn't even know it was like that oh shit that makes total sense and then they start getting the ideas and the product value and everything else in between. Because yeah. that's ultimately what I talk about. This is my product because people don't know how to use it. And then once they figure it out, they're like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. So that makes me feel good. But yeah, I guess in this generation, so to speak, you just got to conform. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we really do have to conform because you know, we're in this for the long haul. So we just have to adapt to the nature of the beast. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not just drag racing. It's it's everything, everything in everything. whole, yeah. you know, and um, I, I really I don't blame the younger generation. Mm -hmm. I, I, I actually feel really bad for them that they they didn't grow up in the era before yeah. the Internet. And that's why a bunch of <clears throat> in, this era is soft. It's yeah. soft as shit, man. It's crazy because like I, I that's why I'm terrified, like with my kids. And that's why uh, a lot of people when they see me or like when I'm out with my wife and, and I discipline my child, she's like, dude, you can't do that no more. I'm like. I don't fucking care what mm -hmm. everybody thinks about me in this restaurant. I don't care what this guy thinks about me. I'm trying to do what's best for my son. And my son has to learn. And my, my daughter has to learn certain things that are not good. And some things that are that are fine. You know, like you just have you teach them. You know, you yeah. teach. That's why I teach everybody. You know, you got to be you don't have to be necessarily that hard on them. But I have to show them that, hey, man, this world is not all fucking sunshine and rainbows. You know, like you're going to you're going to have to feel you have to almost suffer and feel that type of feeling to know what the good half of it is. You know, what I mean, what the good part of life is, you know, what I mean, you have to feel the bad parts before you feel the good parts. Right. Yeah. So. I think with this generation, it's a. Uh, it's great. I think it's it's on a positive note, but we just have to understand that, huh, like, uh, 
almost have to teach them that, you know, certain things are said because that's just the way life was for me, you know, not necessarily like kids these days have like a certain mentality of like going, well, you know, since you're a company owner, you should talk this way or you should be more professional yeah. this way. But in reality, I'm just the average guy, you know, yeah. just doing my thing, going to work every fucking Monday through Friday and just and grinding it out. And a lot of these guys are just getting handed stuff to them these days. You know, it's like knowledge and stuff that we grinded out, that we spent tens of thousands of dollars to figure out. And they just want it in a silver platter and like have you like pretty much walk you through it with your hand, like holding their hands and just being like, this is how you do it. But don't, don't you feel like there was some information and some knowledge that was handed to you like that? that no. Some... Well, yeah, some <clears throat> things. But some things you got to work for it. You know what I mean? It's like you don't. It's like a down to the common sense core, right? It's like you know that an engine needs oil. Mm -hmm. You know that an engine needs water. You know that uh, a certain temperatures you should know that certain operating temperatures should be met before you do certain things, right? You don't just start your car off in the morning and then fucking just rev it to redline and fucking drop the clutch. It just doesn't work that yeah. way, you know? But certain things that people need to understand is those small issues, you can you can figure that out by yourself, you know? It's a thing called Google. Like a lot of the stuff that I don't know, I Google it. Mm -hmm. Like it's very easy. Like I don't know a lot of stuff. And then when I don't, Guess what? I Google it. I don't know what the fuck coronavirus is. I mm -hmm. Google it. I don't know what, you know, why this certain part does this. So I Google it. And then I start going down that rabbit hole. Everybody yeah. can educate themselves very easily. You know, I'm not like, well, what do I, what tool do I use? And what tire do I, uh, what, what, what tire pressure do I run and stuff like that? Those are the questions that are valid questions, but don't ask me like, what's a 10 millimeter bolt, mm. you know, like, I don't ask like, me. Yeah. I'll take <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right? I got you. <laughs> Shameless plug. But I'm just saying, like, that's the, in all seriousness, it's that, you yeah. know? And I think a lot of companies can understand and resonate with me on that because you spend a lot of time on the phone answering those very, very basic questions, which these customers or clients or racers should very well understand before they get into something, right? Like, you don't get in a car and try to race it when you don't know what the gas pedal is and what the brake pedal does and what the clutch pedal does. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of have to have the basic sense of like that yeah. when you're working on your car or building your car. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you know that you're not like the common sense for me is I'm not going to take a half inch breaker bar to a 10 millimeter bolt. People do that shit, mm -hmm. bro. Like I tightened this shit and broke. I was like, what did you use? I use this. And he pulls out a fucking half inch fucking ratchet with a 10 millimeter. Like, like in theory, the world, I'm going to tell this to every tool manufacturer on the planet. If you have a 10 millimeter on a half inch drive sock, I will, I swear to God, you guys need to discontinue that part. <laughs> you need to discontinue any half inch fucking ratchet socket, like adapter all the way up to about 14 millimeters. Okay. <laughs> all of that shit needs to be, uh, Three eighths or smaller, you know, yeah. like so that there's just no torque involved in breaking that bolt. But people do it all. It's a daily occurrence. Really? Yeah. They just over torque everything like just. They're negligent in yeah. that sense. You know what I mean? So 
stuff like that i i battle every day but i get it you know what i mean like say if this guy starts from zero right i have to retrain my mind and go don't be a dick he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing he's supporting your product he bought your product so now just help him out you yeah. know even though he doesn't know anything and i'm getting to that point you know what i mean yeah. and i'm and I'm a mitt. I'm at fault. You know, I sometimes I shoot off at the hip and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, like, yeah. dude, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know, like, stop doing that. You know, and that was years ago. Yeah. And now when I come to this new decade, I'm like, I have to retrain my mind to say these guys really don't know nothing. And you have to be an advocate to teach them. You know, what I mean, be a teacher to them, you know. And I think ultimately it's been working out for me pretty well. So there's I, definitely a lot of value. Yeah, in absolutely. That, man. No, and I had to I had to step back and see it from their point of view too, mm -hmm. because that's the way I am. You know what I mean? I, I just don't want to be like really unbiased and be like, no, my way is a highway, you know? Yeah. And I get it. You know what I mean? Some of these guys, they need they need direction. Yeah. You know, they need to be taught a certain way. And the first thing I do is just don't text me. Just call me, you know? And once I have that conversation, I spend most of my day having conversations. It's like it's hard to believe. Like lately, as of recently, remember I told you I I hired a, a media yeah a media guy to just take care of all my Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, all that. That is not me anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. I maybe get in there once or twice, but I answer the DMs, and that's basically all I do. All the other posts. They're not me. Yeah. It's just the agency that I hired that's basically covering all of that. So all that you guys see online now, <laughs> it's not me anymore. <coughs> so um, it's been working out great for me as far as time-wise because obviously I'm very small and I like to keep in control of everything. But naturally it's growing. Now this is alleviating to me to have more time and, and build the company the way I want. Now, when did you start looking at things differently as far as you being stuck in your way versus you wanting to change your way to, to adapt to the newer generation? Yeah, about like a year. I think really? Within the last year, yeah. Nice. Within, almost like within the last podcast we did, I think it was like that. When I like really took a step back, yeah. I was like, this is constantly happening, so why is it happening? Yeah. And then <clears throat> going, okay, since we can't change it, we have to adapt to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So, Instead of me shooting off at the hip and going, hey, man, what the fuck? You don't know what the fuck you're doing? Or yeah. like, hey, man, look, this is how you're supposed to do it. I know you're not coming from a mechanical background that has expertise. So I'm going to teach you. Yeah. You know, and just call me and I'll, and I'll run you through it. You know what I mean? And it does take a little bit of time, but I think ultimately it does pay off because now you have that customer for life and you have that support, you know, from that guy that basically thought you were once a dickhead. You know, now it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, it really does make sense. You know, like you yeah. just taught me something that I never knew. You know? Yeah, so, man, you, it's it's so easy to turn people away mm -hmm. and it's so easy to to get people yeah. on your side. Yeah. You know, you yeah. get you get like an army. Mm -hmm. um, it's so crazy. This this I was on YouTube. Right. And I watched this video that we were tagged in and I seen a comment and it was like a negative comment towards downstairs from like three years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. So um then I just go on Instagram and I find the name because usually the, the names will match. Sure, yeah. So I found the guy and I just liked one of his pictures. Three years later, just like one of his mm -hmm. pictures. Uh, I don't know. He I looked at his stuff. He doesn't support us. I looked at the, the comment that he made like three years ago mm -hmm. is definitely negative. Yeah. Fuck down star. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Liked his picture, whatever. This was like a week ago. Mm -hmm. Then I, I get like a tag from this dude 
and he's like, I just checked out Downstar, they, their podcast. It's so good, so much information. Mm-hmm. And he made on his channel, he made a, like a YouTube channel, a video of a review of the podcast. Nice. And I'm like, dude, that's so tight that I could just like f- turn somebody who didn't like us at all yeah. and just show them some kind of love. Like, yeah. well, if you feel that way about us, that's cool. But that's not, I don't have to feel that yeah. way, you know? So trying to change things instead of doing the old way, of, sure. I would think about like, yo, fuck you. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? You know, but it's whatever. It's so easy to be like that. It's, it's so, so easy. It's so easy to be negative and, and just do a real quick fuck you post and then yeah. be out, you know? And it really doesn't really register, I think, for the end user that did that until you come up and say, hey, you know, it's all good. Like you, you, you acknowledged it. And then now they're going, oh, man, I got a reaction. Yeah. And now they kind of retract. And human nature always tells us either it's, you know, it's very simple. Like what, uh, how, how humans are, it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost predictable. Yeah. Right. You got good and bad and you got fucking good intentions and bad intentions. And then you got, and then you got like happy and sad, you know? So Maybe this guy was just in a moment where he was just like, fuck you. He was in a bad moment, but that's yeah. not actually what, how you really felt. And, but it did affect you to the point where you're like, damn, what the fuck? You know, and <laughs> yeah. you, you actually took the time and allocated your time, your precious time to go search for him and do all that and find him and then like his post so that he knows that you didn't really take offense to it. And then he feels some type of way. And he's like, oh, dude, that. And then he'll retract and kind of go. That was kind of dickish, you know. Maybe yeah. I should. I don't. I, I think I a lot of it. That same love. I think you know? a lot of it was even um, it's miscommunication, s- subliminal. Something. You know, yeah, it, it, it didn't Absolutely. even register. Absolutely, it's most know? of it's like that. And I, I understand that. You know, I understand people a lot. And one of my, um, my biggest things is like I, I love to understand people, mm-hmm. psychology, how people Dude, work. That's what you I, know. Like before I used to call it mind fucking. Yeah. But now I'm like more <laughs> I'm more so on the opposite side of the spectrum now. Yeah. That, uh, you know? I, I have I have a power to manipulate mm-hmm. people. Everybody does. Yeah. It's the laws of attraction. And, if you put out what you put out, it whether it be positive or negative, that's what you're gonna get. And I feel like um earlier on in my career it was lean more towards the negative mm-hmm. side of things because yeah. that was just my reaction. Mm-hmm. Somebody says something bad about me. Absolutely. Well, I have this, I do this, yeah. I th- you know, but Ego instead of takes over of course dude Mm -hmm. i'm a very egotistical person and i I think everybody is somewhat and it's just something that i know that is my downfall and Mm -hmm. i need to control Mm -hmm. so this new journey that i'm on trying to change the trajectory of my life yeah changing from positive it's gonna ultimately change your company too yeah definitely and and it has Mm -hmm. you know uh, i i think that not only downstar but the podcast me myself Mm -hmm. people are looking at us in such a different light from Maybe a year and a half of me putting effort, like making a conscious decision. Sure. Like that's not the legacy that I want to leave. Yeah. Just like when you're making it, you know, yeah. that's not, I don't want to be an asshole. I yeah. don't want people to think I'm an asshole. I want people to think I'm a good guy because I'm trying to do good things, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the, the the podcast really helps out with that. Sure. You know, because people can relate to you because they're hearing your voice and yeah. they're hearing how you're projecting yourself. You know what I mean? So that's totally different from writing a post. Yeah. You know, most of the time I get it. We're a victim of it too. I'm, I'm guilty of it. I don't really read through the whole post. You know, I'll read some bullet points. And then if it's interesting, I'll read the whole thing. 
But if not, I'm just keeping it moving. You yeah. Because I mean? there's thousands of things that pop up on feeds and random and algorithms and like shit that you should normally not see are being seen. And I don't know how it all works. Yeah. I'm learning as I go, but it's pretty wild. Like we'll talk about something and then that thing is literally listening to us the whole time. And yeah. now when we look on our phone, it's going to be putting that into gauging that interest. You yeah. Know? And I think that's the way the whole community is. It's like. Once you start seeing people engage in a negative fashion, it's just like a flame. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's like you're dousing fire. Yeah. And then random other people that will get in there, they don't really mean by it or mean any malice, but they're doing it because they're just subconsciously seeing that. So then they already get put in a bad that's mood. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's the, the, the attraction side yeah. of things, right? So like if we put out more positive energies and stuff like that, we generally get that back. You know, yeah. there's going to be a couple bad seeds in there. But hey, man, let them fucking deal with their own personal lives. You know? Yeah, I, I so. started looking at things a lot differently. man. Yeah. When when somebody comes at me with negativity, mm -hmm. I have to think me like, too, yo, man. this I is like, this is how they feel. I'm just this like, is have what, a good day, yeah, man. That's it's what they're good, going brother. through. Thank you, dude. And but I can't give them the power to affect my day. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I realized that that. Yeah. You gotta understand how much power you really do have over things. You Definitely just gotta see not. it a different way, you know? And even since, uh, like I said, since we've been doing this podcast, I've seen the... Um, you see me up here? I've, yeah, I've seen <laughs> the spectrum of things yeah. change yeah. a lot. And even people that I communicate with and, and reach <coughs> out to, um, I, I, I'm, my reach is a lot further Sure. now. The respect yeah. level... Is a lot higher because I'm I'm looking at myself. I'm treating myself with more respect. The the actions that I have are more yeah. respectful. Mm -hmm. So I'm be able to reach a broader sure, audience. Absolutely, and that's the way it goes with anything. Like uh, if you if you conform to that, at the end of the day, you're gonna be happier. You know yeah. what I mean? You're gonna ultimately if you put positive energy out all the time, even though there's some negative shit around you, and you and you x that out, you're just eventually it just goes away yeah. and then you're just attracting all this positive energy you know whether it be in your business or your personal life it all resonates the same you can't just turn the switch off you know yeah. what I mean I, as much as I I love to have it that way where I just want to just turn the world off and just like go dark for a little bit it just doesn't you know what I mean it's always in the back of my mind and like it it consumes me unless I change that mentally and go dude Stop thinking it that way. Just think of it this way. It's much better. And then your persona changes and your mentality changes and your everything is just better. You yeah. know what I mean? When I come into work and I go, fuck, man, I got so much shit to do and this and that. But I can come into work and go, God damn, I have a fucking dude. I'm I'm making the fucking yeah. baddest parts in the world. You know, like, yeah, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I should be like jumping up and down because like other people don't even have work yeah. you know what i mean and i'm like neck deep in shit and work you know and it feels great you know what i mean so just change your perspective all the time on like things like that because we all take it for granted like we come to work a oh, fuck you know like after like a huge sale you're like oh my god how am i gonna do this and yeah so stressed out and like <laughs> you got guys asking you for tracking numbers 30 seconds after they pay and you're just like dude man chill bro like look yeah. man just try to understand you know like we have a lot of shit and just you know um but I guess we just have to, they don't know. So we just have to educate them and say, hey, man, I'm a small business. I'm not Ralph's. I'm not Walmart. You yeah. know, I'm not Amazon. You know, like we make a specialty product and it should be treated as such. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're getting something intrinsic. You're getting something that's 
completely handmade that was engineered to be the fucking baddest shit that you can buy yeah that's what i want to be you know like i want people to understand that i'm not trying to be a, a mass productionist and and sell fifty thousand exhausts you know yeah. like i'm not that guy you know what i mean i'm not trying to sell intake tubes on a fucking massive scale i'm selling you the best thing that i can fucking produce yeah. you know and it has my heart and soul into every part you know and um I think slowly people are kind of understanding that. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. They they shouldn't understand the value. Stop devaluing devaluing something that should be high valued. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why devalue your car and putting that inferior shit on? It's your car. It's all the money that you put in. Don't put in something that's just like cheap Chinese or, you know what I mean? There's, And I hate to emphasize that because there's great Chinese products. Yeah. Like, a lot of the <clears throat> stuff that we get. China's on another level. Like yeah. they're they're kind of surpassing us at a certain you know rate. You know, definitely. What I mean? And it's like whoa, you know, Huawei. Like when you look into that company and you look into all those smart fucking technology companies. Yeah, they're dwarfing us. Like that iPhone 11 shit ain't shit no more, bro. Like they had that shit five years ago. Yeah, like we're behind the curve big time. You know, and I can't say that for when it trickles down to the manufacturing level, like you know, part that are being made in China and bringing it over here. It's still high quality, but the QCs are they're different. Though. Yeah. The QC over there is just trash. You know what I mean? You have to QC it here on yeah. another level. You know what I mean? Because half thou is a half thou, you know, like a meaning measurement. Wise, yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain things that are just wide open and certain things that are closed and it's inconsistent, but you get it, you know? And, but that's what, that's what I'm just trying to say is, you know, like, don't depreciate your car with shit that is already depreciated. You know what I mean? Like I get I get people don't can't afford certain things and like and work really hard to get certain products on their car and those are all great attributes to the build. Like and that's what we're talking here because we're into cars. That's what we're in the business for. So just get the best thing that you can get without trying to break the bank you know but mm -hmm. if you have to do it there's certain things that you just have to bite the bullet and yeah get because, you can't cheap out on yeah like just like with the car show shit like when i see guys out there with like knockoff wheels i'm just like damn that car was beautiful but it had that why did it like it just devalued that yeah. whole shit you know what i mean and that's how i see it in racing you know what i mean like they it's all the same thing like you go out there <clears> and you're like damn man why like Why'd they do that? You if know? you're trying to make the best meal, you got to have the best ingredients. Absolutely. And if you if you cheap out on a certain ingredient, mm -hmm. then the the presentation, the meal isn't going to be the highest quality. Yeah. And if you're okay with that, that's fine. But for people who are connoisseurs yeah. of you know great tasting presentable meals, that's going to be something that's going to sure. be a downfall. And it's just natural. And that's with anything we do, you know. But in car fashion, car related fashion, that's what we that's what we seek. You know what I mean? That's as, as far as the manufacturer goes, that's what I seek. I want to be the best. I want to provide the best and I want to have nobody talk shit about it. You yeah. know, like it's just literally impossible to, yeah. you know, just like, yeah, that shit is record breaking 200 mile an hour, you know, piece of equipment that's there, you yeah. know, like it's, it's been used, you know, like it's good, you know? So I think, I think a lot of the time, um, customers should see that, you know what I mean? Cause I don't see a lot of them are take companies for granted too. They're like, yeah. Oh yeah, whatever. We'll just, you know, next time or like do this or do that. 
and I get it, you know, but you know, you, you, you do something and then it compromises everything else in line, you yeah. know? So that's like whether you get, and there's tons of great companies out there. I'm not trying to knock anybody, you know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, treat your car like you would treat yourself. You know what I mean? Don't, don't do this if you know that there's something better, Yeah. you know? So that's all. I think anything is, is within reason, but, um, you know, it, it would be much better for the community to look at it as that because a lot of the times, and I'm a, I'm guilty of it too. When I go on Amazon and I just yeah. try to find the cheapest shit cheapest. and just buy it 50 cents cheaper, and then I'll I get, get it and it's like charging wires, yeah. right? just charging. You buy 10 pack for like eight bucks. And I'm going through those motherfuckers like, fucking, God damn <laughs> yeah. it, shit don't work, shit don't work. And next thing you know, you're buying another pack. But then lately I was like, dude, I'm going to buy this high quality shit. I still use that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, one time and it's like 20 bucks and it's cool, man. I, I, I'll pay it now, you yeah. know? So that's the that's the catch, you just know? It's a life so, lesson, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I hope that trickles down to the automotive community because, you know, it's, I think it's the best that it's ever been, you know? Like I've been around for so long and it's really fun and I think... Uh, we're making huge strides and as a community and uh, everybody's pushing each other and you know it's like east and west is coming together now and just like everything looks fun you know everything's yeah. good you know um, it's a good time to be to be alive bro. <laughs> as much as I hate to say like you know everybody's sensitive and things yeah. like that but I get it. You know what I mean? I, I can I can dig it. You know, life think, is good. Yeah, man. Life is good. Dude. OK, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress up knees. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely all right. So speaking of the uh, the products that you do offer and what goes into them, um, you've uh, been hitting the all wheel drive stuff pretty hard. How's that going? It's going extremely well. Um, any product, any new product that we develop uh, usually takes about a year mm -hmm. or so. We had a huge hiccup with you know uh, employee leaving and just job shops just fucking burning us back mm -hmm. left and right. It was one of those bad times where just like you had to go through it. You know yeah. what I mean? You had to go through that growing living pains. pain, growing pain. Yeah. And just kind of getting through it. Um, it was tough. Lost a bunch of money doing it. Um, I think two or three job shops fucking shafted me pretty mm. good on that deal. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, you live and you learn, man. Yeah. You just try, try to expand and try to use new people and try to see if one works better than the other or efficiency because mm -hmm. all businesses are different. And it just didn't work out, so went back to, went back to what I knew and skin back to the rhythm of things, and everything's been great so far. So we're stockpiling, um, 
God, we have hundreds of units in stock. Um, but it's just, it's hard to upkeep on the welding side yeah. and like, you know, getting parts that are heat treated and getting it, you know, back to us, you know, it's a, it's an ongoing battle, but everything's working out pretty good. Um, all wheel drive stuff. We mainly cater to like, you know, we mainly cater to drag racers and hardcore shit. So, um, those guys are forever building their car. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say that most of those cars are going to be coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to almost feel like a, a tsunami of FCS fucking all-wheel drive cars Hell yeah. all at once. And people are like, where the hell did it all come from? But it stems from picking and choosing your customers, right? Because I really do. I really look at it as, you know, who's going to who's gonna do really what and who's going to really need the builds quickly and done. And, and, you know, and there's certain – it's just – it's just the name of the game, right? For me, because I'm just a track racer heart, yeah, through and through. So, I really cater to those guys. Um, I cater to any anybody that's really serious, you know. Like if I if I know that they're serious, we're having call, we're having phone calls, yeah, you know. So, and I don't treat anybody differently, but I know like when I get into the cusp of things and see where their builds are at and where they're at and what they really need, I know who I can help more so than others. At, yeah. that, at that specific time, you know what I mean? I, I help everybody. It's a smart business. But no, yeah. yeah. But I got to be like, this guy's close. Priority. I got to help him, you know? Like, yeah. And then there's other guys that are just, ah, building my car. Okay, you know, we can, we could take care of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I treat things differently like that, but it's just case by case basis. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's just the name of the game. That's why we're small and we're, I, I consider ourselves like a specialty company. You yeah. know what I mean? We're not like mass production, like, you know, on that scale, even though I do treat it as that, like we got, you know, 500 all wheel drive hubs, you know, and I don't think anybody's fucking done that. You know what I mean? Killing so, it. Yeah. And, and I love it. We made already 200 something back plates and we have like down to 50 units left. So they're, they're out there, you know? Yeah. I seen, um, the, the build that Aki's doing for, uh, for gun cast, keep going in the, uh, he lefty all wheel drive build up. Dude. So yeah. gorgeous. Man. I love it, dude. And I, I, I watching that through when it started until now. And like when I first originally sent him the kid and just like how he utilized it. And like, he's just, He's a genius in that aspect. You know Marketing I mean? as, genius, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and as, as much as everybody has the 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 throw the negative shade on him, he just he kills him with success, bro. He like yeah. destroys it. Like it just every time. Like I see it. I I see, like I see the future when he tries to do something. I'm yeah, like, this guy's on it. You know. Yeah, this guy's the real deal. He doesn't sugarcoat nothing. He gets it done. He says what he's gonna do, and he, like he just executes, you know. Yeah, and that's what that's what separates him from everybody else. You know what I mean? And yeah. even though like <clears throat> how he produces his thing, like how he produces his content and stuff, and like how he reverberates with his community and his his following and stuff like that. It's only catered to the people that cater to him. Like, you know what I mean? That support him. And I get it. Like, he's basically cutting out all the filler. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like going, I'm not going to cater to people that half-ass me or, like, don't support me on 100%. And I completely understand that. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why he does so well. Yeah. Because he's, like, really catering to the people that he that cater to him. You know what I mean? And Which you should. 
I mean, that's completely 100. That's 100% like how you should be. Because why support somebody that doesn't support you? You know what I mean? It does. It's, it's redundant. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I, you know, like I feel like in my eyes, how I do things is I like to just resonate on an open playing field at all times. Yeah. Right. Because that's the way business is. You know what I mean? Like you have to cater to everybody. You know, not just one set of people, you know, like even though there's some people that throw shade, I just don't pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, and I feel like he pays a little bit too much attention to it, but it should be that way because he knows he knows who's real, who's not. And yeah. that's what that's why I love that's why I like working with him. And that's why like I'm really close with him now is that's how I am. You know, what I mean, that's in deep down inside. That's how we all are. But he just projects it. You know, what I mean. Like, we all try to be like, oh, you know, it's cool, whatever. And you'd like passive, you know? Like yeah. You're really passive about it. But him is like, fuck that. No, this is how it was. This is how it went. And no, that's not right, you know? And it is. It's not right, dude. Yeah. And I think so many stories when I run into, everybody always resonates with that. And whether people like to interact or watch him or don't watch him and don't want to interact with him, still do. Because mm-hmm. he's in your mind subconsciously now because he's put that out there yeah he's he's, he's verbalized it out in the open so people uh, verbalized it out in the open and people are like that's bullshit blah, blah blah and then the same situation happens to them and they're like dude that shit happened to me yeah and then it clicks right so it takes about a time but um but yeah man dude he's fucking killing that all-wheel drive kit is you know, I built it to be engineered fucking badass. And he, he put it out, out there correctly, you know? like Yeah, that whole build that he did, the, uh, the the content that he's creating as far as the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and then the, the guncast, dude. It, day, it's man. awesome, man. Yeah. And and uh, I, I love what they're doing. Yeah, if, Vicky. If, yeah, Vicky shout Mosh. out to Vicky. Yeah, and, that was um, my boy, man. I love that guy. He's so funny. If, if you guys aren't watching that show, like, you're really fucking up. Because it's funny. It's yeah. not just about dude, cars. It's yeah, just, it, it's, 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 it's great content. They, they and I work, love it. They, they're so in tune with each other. You know that they're just boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's I love love it that's an unbreakable bond right there you know what i mean and you could just totally see it just just by watching them yeah. you know what i mean and it's so awesome to watch because like everybody wants that yeah with somebody you know somebody yeah. to share with because you all want to be a part of something yeah and i think that's why like augie has such a great fan base because people are allowed to be a part of that you yeah know what I mean? Like when we grow up we always want to be part of the cool shit or a part of something you know when like when like just imagine when you were little kids. Like I always tell everybody then, I wish we could just be kids. Yeah. You know, like you just want to be part of something when you're like, you know, getting getting to pay a play baseball and you're getting picked. You want to be the guy that gets picked on the better team. You know, like you're like, oh man, I want to be a part of that team. I want to be there. I want to, I want to get on that. You know, yeah. like I think that 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 basically comes out to the be that way in anything we do, like in in racing, like a lot of people come and go. Even in my team and even in like other people's teams and businesses and stuff like that, people only join it because they want to be a part of something. You know what I mean? They want to be a part of that that group that has some value that they can resonate to and be a part of, you know, and like support yeah. and be a team player. You know what I mean? 
just like when we watch sports, right? We're like fucking Lakers, and even though they're like suck right now or whatever, we're just like diehard Lakers. Like, yeah, get it? You know, you you you're a part of that. You wear the jersey, you watch the games, and you, but you don't know any of those guys personally. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you, but you support that. You know what I mean? And that goes with racing too. You know, like you you kind of connect with other teams and and be a part of that. And that's why I, I my pit is always open. To everybody you know like if you yeah. want to get in it just come in and get in it this is all good like you just got to put your dues in you know like with anything you just got to put your dues in you know nothing is nothing is given to you nothing is just like handed on you with the silver platter you got to get in there you got to grind you got to do the shit you got to do with the dirty work and you got to be good at being consistently doing it you know what i mean before it's accepted you know yeah. what i mean because that's the way i got into the business I just was the shithead kid that never left. It was just constantly just let me do something. You want me to room, clean, whatever? I just want to be a part of this, you know? Like, just let me in, you know? Let me in the door, yeah. and I'll show you. I'll give you my 100%. And that's the way his his uh, his his following base is, man. It's very loyal now. <clears throat> yeah, know? I think one of uh, his biggest successes is being able to realize that he has his own community, his tribe. Absolutely. And, and he caters to them. And uh, a lot of other people that that can be in his place, they have the same. This it's probably the same type of people, the same community, but they Different don't. energy. They don't show them mm-hmm. the same sort of love, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how I, I like to look at things. For me, is like I always wanted to spread down star and have everybody rocking down star, but mm-hmm. now my mentality is like, you know, anybody that supports us, I want to keep supporting them absolutely at the same time because 100%. then other people are going to see it and then be like yeah. damn this company yeah. reshares my stuff they comment or absolutely. whatever and this other company they don't give a fuck about me yeah. that's why whenever you come to a show and you're we have a booth anybody that passes in front of us i always say what's up even if they're not looking at us yo sure. what's up man hey what's up yeah and it just builds that rapport that it's like yo this is something that is inclusive sure. i want all you guys to be part of this i want you yeah. guys to be part of this journey yeah. rather than it's, having the- it's more genuine and everything you know, like if, if anything it's just uh when you're genuine about stuff and you have good intentions it's always gonna it's always gonna resonate that way in anybody like yeah anybody that follows the stuff you know like, definitely follows anything out there like you, there's certain pages that you follow just because it's like you know the content that you follow whether it be funny or whether it be like just like really crazy videos or just like something stupid just to keep you entertained yeah but most of the time when they follow the car community stuff is because they want to be a part of that company yeah. you know what i mean they want to be like that's why a lot of people resonate to certain companies you know what i mean and it's great you know what i mean it's just it it builds it that much more but hopefully those other people really realize that too and they don't you know like we were talking about when i posted that thing about the kids yeah like at the track like i we're all guilty of it we all just act like a bunch of monkeys you know just like so that that was a not to cut you off that was mm-hmm. a quote that says somewhere um somewhere in the track there's a kid that wants to be just like, like you, you. Mm-hmm. so just like act accordingly or exactly whatever. so like i always think about it and and i go dude that's why i bring my son all the time to the mm-hmm. track you know and my son is always at the track yeah always like there's very rare occasions he's not you know so um yeah i always do that and when he's there i try to act as if i'm his role model obviously yeah. i am so i try to i try to you know infectiously put that on him to be this way 
you know and i see it now it's crazy like he'll immediately get to work he has like his work ethic is like on point and obviously he's a kid he has you know his add moments and yeah. like oh wow squirrel and the yeah. take off you know <laughs> but that's the way kids are you know like yeah. they'll see something fun and they'll go off and they'll have fun in the dirt and there's nothing in there but they're just having a ball you yeah. know but when it comes down to certain things like he knows like he his common sense is unmatched yeah now. you know like he knows what to do he knows not when to be around he knows when to be around he knows what i need like he'll see us work on the car he'll just automatically just go in the trailer grab you a rack because he knows you need yeah. one like he's there Hell you know yeah. what i mean like I all the tools it. he's like he knows what sock he, know, he knows all the tool lineups he's like you tell him to go get something like he's already on it that's awesome yeah man. it's great you know so i tried to do that with other kids that are passing by and you know like when i tried to tell other people like what i'm trying to project now is yeah when you're really at the track that was the thing like it resonates back to what aki was saying dude. it was like we we were so in tune with what we need to do and be busy that we don't spend the time to actually even interact with the people that support us which is completely wrong like we have to stop take a few seconds out of our day and go what's up man how's everything going thanks you know for just the like you were saying yeah like dude they're watching us you know what i mean and one hello can go a long way you know a very long way even though as busy as it might be people are like come out and then they'll just watch you they just want to watch you you know watch you work on the shit even though you're struggling and everybody's pissed and everybody's like fuck and this and that and like that and it's just like i kind of tell i kind of try to instill that in the guys too and just be like hey man you know we are being watched you know what i mean like as much as i i don't say it i feel it you know like i feel it's like this yeah dragon ball moment where you know like you just feel like somebody's watching you turn around you're like oh shit there's a bunch of kids there just don't be like yeah. don't be a dick you know like and when i see the kids I'm like dude man you want to sit in the car yeah. i tell every single child from like i don't know how long i think 07 06 is like when i first originally did it when i was with the nhra like because we were really trying to pursue um the younger generation the high school kids the 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 automotive programs and high schools and stuff and i went to after school programs and i did all that in burbank high at their high school and it was great like i did it out of just my own goodwill i didn't get paid for it i just went there and i just kind of fed them knowledge you know like yeah brought my race car there i let i stored my race car at the high school like that was a great moment in my time you know i did that with jeff jeff k which is now working for I think Ganesh machinery. He's like a CNC operator now. Like he's the one that basically sets up the CNCs. Now. Gotcha. But he used to be the instructor there. So he's a Valley guy, Valley native dude, all about it. So that's kind of like when I wanted to resonate with people at the track too, was like, as it comes back, it's like, you have to interact with your fans or the shit's going to die. You know what I mean? No, you're definitely right, man. And there's, um, there's people that I've passed by their booths or, you know, wanted to check out their setup and I just get mm -hmm. kind of like that, yo, you're, you're bugging me kind of vibe. And I'm just you like, can't do that, man. all right, cool. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just a fan of this stuff, yeah. you know, and I, and I, I want to be part of this. Mm -hmm. And if, if I pass by a booth and someone's like, Hey, what's up, man? Oh, how you been? Mm -hmm. That, that will change my mind quickly absolutely you know and that's um i lend so much of that success to to aki and what he has going mm -hmm. on is because he's he's a really personable person and sure. he understands that like he killed it in <clears throat> vegas i part pitted next to him in vegas man yeah 
crazy how much time he spends with them. Like he doesn't care about the car. He like cares about his his followers and his fan base and like the kids and just you know that's infectious. Yeah, it really is. Like I look at him like, dude, man, like I I want to do more of that. Nah, yeah, you know. I love it, man. And um, it's just opportunities pointing out opportunities. If there's people listening, Mm -hmm. if if you don't if you don't do things like that, that that doesn't mean that you can't try it out we sure. got a lot of events coming up h days on the way you Absolutely. know maybe be a little more uh, interactive with people because at the end of the day we're businesses if you're a race team you represent people this is this is this is all a production and to get more people in your community in your tribe you have to do more than just be the best yeah not me i don't even look at it other people like that i just want to be nice and kind to them you know what i mean like i think there are a lot of people think that when we're extremely busy i'm gonna project this out there is is anybody that's watching us and and working on us our cars or we're thrashing or whatnot just stick around you know what i mean yeah like, don't don't be afraid to say hey what's up man this and that i um you know like such and such I, i'm gonna stop what i'm doing and talk to you you know yeah. I mean? that's just who i am you know i think a lot of people are just like oh don't bother them they're really busy they look yeah. like they're... don't don't think that way at least for me for my sake don't think that yeah. way i want you to interact with me it's just sometimes i don't know who's who because yeah. it's just you know you're in an environment where there's thousands of people walking by all the time and you don't know if they're paying attention to you or not because you're busy too yeah but that's on the other end of the spectrum the fan spe- uh base view is man i want to talk to him like you have to get my attention just like a waiter you know like hey man i need a glass of water like (laughs) yeah he's not gonna know you're thirsty until you say hey man what's up you know so that's i love that i love when fans just like oh man i know you're busy but i just want to come by and dude i dude it makes me feel so good when you stop me and let me like interact with you and let me talk to you dude it was just this past weekend um my buddy Desmond's brother, dude, I haven't seen him in a minute. I didn't even recognize him, bro. And he had his daughter with him. I didn't even know. I was like, dude, man. I was just talking to his daughter. I was like, hey, you want to get in the car? She's like, yeah. You know, like, dude, she was all about it. Jumped in the car, started the car. She was like, oh, she's all having fun. She's like, it's loud. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was the greatest moment, I think, of the weekend, right? Yeah. That made me feel so good. Hell you know? yeah. And I'm sure that made him feel so good and her and just... Maybe that will just instill her to do something later with cars, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You know, we don't know where the bite is going to be or that bug that's going to bite. We just got to make sure that we continually do that to make sure that this keeps going well after we're gone. I love you know? it, man. Yeah, just got to give that energy that you want to receive. Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, what I'm saying. But, uh, that's what we've been shot, saying this whole podcast. Shout out to uh, to Aki and Vicky and the uh, Guncast, man. They're that show is things. awesome. You guys got to check it out. He's actually going to be giving away the uh, lefty Dude. tomorrow. So this is going to come out Thursday. So Friday, yeah. I think you got to go to the website. I think, no, 18, the, the, no 21st. the 21st. So this is coming Friday. out yeah, on Friday. Thursday. So tomorrow, which will be Friday, they're going to do the um, – You, I think you go to the website and you buy like a, a, a gift bag or something like that, 60 bucks. It comes with some things and mm-hmm. that, that enters you in to win it. Right-hand drive, all-wheel drive, yeah. uh, turbo, K-series, fully built and everything. I'm going to buy something, dude. Yeah. I'm going to try to <laughs> enter. I'm already all about it, man. I'm, I'm getting it. You know? I'm getting so that. Make thing. sure you guys check that out. But um, you also got a sale dropping today, which is – 
Thursday. Yep, yep, yep. Today. Tax time baller sale. Mm-hmm. So, dude, we, we we rarely, rarely do sales. Um, we're just doing this to kind of get the the business out more than uh, than previous years because we don't we rarely we do. I think we did like one or two, you know. Like, yeah. And then we did some stuff with Aki. Yeah. Um, now Aki's a little more independent. He's a lot more busier. So we wanted to uh, provide, um, you know, a sale for the guys that are getting their tax returns and, you know, all about the builds, yeah. you know, building high quality, you know, high quality builds with high quality parts. And we want to provide that for the, you know, the loyal following. And we just want to say thank you to everybody. And that's also including the veterans and the the active military. Um, there's, you know, obviously 20% off forever for them. Um, they don't even have to ask. Hesitate. Nice. Um, we, we always take care of them. Um, no matter what so um, but yeah the the tag season is to be announced when it's gonna end but most of the uh, the situation is gonna be what we have in stock and then once it sells it sells yeah you know it's it you gotcha. know? so that's how the sale is probably most likely gonna end um, because nobody everybody gets their you know checks right on right on the day you know so yeah um, it's gonna probably run through March and it's so be pretty, the sale starts Today, Thursday, which is the 20th, mm-hmm. uh, 20% off, use code... Tax20. Tax20. Sick, bro. Yeah, man. It's going to be pretty cool, man. So get your all-wheel drive stuff in. Get your rear trading arm stuff, fuel cells, catch cans, brake kits. And by the way, I actually need to pick up some oh, stuff cool. from you, too. And Hell, yeah. Take a little small pallet I got with some stuff. <laughs> I got you whatever uh, you need right yeah, here. Yeah, man. So uh, that'd be really fun. Um I'm really happy and fortunate to have the guys that 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 come to the shop and help me every day. You yeah. know, Anthony, Brian, Ramel, Chris, Adrian, everybody, just the whole team. Um, dude, man, we kill it. Like, I like look at us and I look at other teams. And I'm like, dude, man, I don't know how we do it. We go to nine to five, nine to six job, regular job. We come here and we grind and we go home late. And we do it all over again, weekend, week out, and it's just like brutal. But then now it's it's almost like that uh, thing where repetition, right? Yeah. That repetition that we're doing, it's it. We always complain about, oh man, we're hurting, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But then when you kind of keep going into that flow, it's no other way now for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going late, waking up, or if I go home early, I'm on the internet. I'm just always something it's yeah. always something that needs to be filled and i try to do that but now like i gotta be honest it's it's really taking to my toll with like my kid's side you know mm-hmm. what i mean like <laughs> we have to finish this like school project and i'm like just like i'm just like remembering this stuff you know i'm like going, i don't want to do this shit right <laughs> yeah. now dude and it's like even till this then a day now it's like 25 30 years later i'm like still like fuck i gotta do this shit yeah. you know like homework sucks you know but but that's the way it's always been and it's kind of crazy because like education is important but it's not like like i'm being real now is like it's not as important as it everybody cracks out to be you know like man dude everybody that we look up to all failed the fucking (laughs) system yeah you know what i mean yeah like like it's kind of weird like i most of my friends or if not all are either owning their own business or on the way to owning their own business. You know what I mean? Like, I I guess I'm just attracting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... 
I don't know, man. It's weird. Like every single one of my people's like they're just doing their own thing. You, you know gotta be mean? around winners, dude. You gotta be around that energy. You know. It's it's infectious for sure. Sure. And that's that's why I always like to talk with you, man. I, I consider you one of my OGs, bro. And appreciate it. Anytime I ever I feel like I feel like damn man, that makes me sound so <laughs> No, dude. When I when I came into this, yeah. you were you were already the man, you know? And and out of out of anybody that I've ever come into contact with in the race community, you've always been somebody that that's treated me with respect from the beginning, and not since I, I can that. give something to you. I have a company, I have a mm-hmm. following. It was before I even had anything, and it, and it's sure. never changed since then. And uh, I love having these conversations with you, Still, man. Yeah, me too, man. <clears throat> I think it kind of gets it out there, you know, like little by little. Episode three, right? Yeah, just the like, third time, man. So much still, so much more to talk about, man. Like badass stories too, you know. So we we got a we got a lot of memories that we got to go over, but we got a lot of memories that we got to create, man. Sure. Hopefully, yeah. we can meet up with you at some event this year. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to come out to World Cup. I've never been before. Got to do it. I want to come you out. Got to do it. And, uh, it's a it's a different vibe, man. It's a it's a a world of like complete and utter organized chaos yeah is what i can probably describe it as and for the fan interaction as for the racer interaction it's unbelievable i think jason miller has provided that because of how much he's passionate about it and you see that through event coordinators right Mm -hmm. event promoters yeah like you could feel their passion yeah in their in their whole segment and their venues you know what i mean if you don't have that, you can see that it doesn't work. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like you definitely. You can feel it. Like, it's more like... it's. You can see if it's a money grab. Yeah, it's sure. different intentions. You know what yeah. I mean? And you could totally feel it, you know? That's why it's like, if you're going to really be an event promoter, be really about what you're trying to protrude out, you know? Whether it be car shows, drifting, drag racing, whatever it might be. If you're going to do it, do it with passion, you know? And yeah. it's going to ultimately resonate down to your fan base and your clientele and your people that are paying to get through the door no definitely man just somebody that um that can resonate with that is uh javier from h day mm-hmm. um guy's a street <clears> racer <throat> man he, he's he, a born and bred drag racer dude that's just the way he is you the know? events just get better and better Absolutely. every year yeah. and every time that i speak with him around sema yeah i could just see him cooking up plans for the next year yeah. he's gotten really um, good uh within the last uh I guess decade. I it's love it, man. Really, it's yeah. been really good. I see. I mean, we all grow, you know, yeah. and I watch him and I listen to his podcast. It was, I think it's a really big insight to um, how he opened up and, you know, and, and pretty much gave you the, the ins and outs of his personal life. Yeah. Which he doesn't really do, you know? And I thought that was very commendable for him, and I, I had mad respect for that. Yeah, know? man, I'm I'm looking forward to having a part two with yeah. him because it was a quick one. You uh, should do it with Brian from ESR. Yeah, I do, I you do. know Brian is fucking so busy cool, all the time. Yeah, man, he's just I've, doing, uh, he's balling out, being in Hawaii and all this stuff. Yeah, man. congratulations throw, to Brian. They're yeah, uh, they're expecting a baby very dope. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, He's he's killing it with the NASCAR stuff. He's always yeah. busy, man. Especially when whenever I see him sure. is during an event, and yeah. he's just on <laughs> yeah. go. He's so, passionate about it. Yeah. That's why. So whenever we get a chance, I would like to speak with him after the baby's born to mm-hmm. get all of that. But Brian's definitely that's my guy, bro. Yeah. But yeah. shout out to him. Shout out to Javier. You know, H Day's coming up April fourth and fifth yeah. in Maryland. Um, 
at the same track as World Cup, which sure. is awesome, man. Yeah. Um, are you going to go out to that? Yeah, I think so. I think Dope, I'm dude. Gonna be, uh, I'm going to try <clears throat> to do my best to get out to that. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, man, he brings he brings his venue uh, statewide. You know, that's yeah, uh, that's the ultimate. Well, there's uh, there's the third event. Nobody knows where that one's yeah, at yet, so everybody's knows. waiting for that one to drop. I'm excited about no. that. Um, I got a really dope Airbnb that's like right <laughs> around the corner from the track, and that's, that's like dope. that's like my secret little spot now, uh, dude. Yeah. I'm uh, about yeah. to book that shit. I already booked it for uh, yeah. for H Day. Nice. Cheap, I've already bro. booked my rooms for World Cup. No shit. Yeah, man. That's so you guys don't say in a trailer or anything? No, uh, I think this year we might have an RV and the rooms. Got you. But um, uh, that's all. We'll see. But I, we used to do the Airbnb stuff, but mm-hmm. the Airbnbs caught on, man. They're fucking taxing, nasty. Yeah. You know, like you would literally get the same equivalent, um, pay out, like more expensive, right? But you have a house that's really you still gotta you still gotta clean up yourself yeah so the amenities for the hotel is much better definitely it's it's actually a little more affordable now yeah so we we stay at the marriott and um it's great um we get free breakfast in the morning so it just works out time schedule wise everything works out they open 5 45 in the morning breakfast boom eat straight to the track you know get on there get on there and get it out get after it early so um yeah that's what it is and yeah, man, dude, you guys got to get out there. Go to all the events that you can, even though, like, there might be some wishy-washy homies that don't want to go and just, you know. Go you by know. yourself. Fuck yeah, it. man, Let's you just got to go, you know. Got to go. Got to support these guys because at the end of the day, that's uh, that's how it really is, man. You have to go, you know, no matter what. You know, no matter differences you have, you got to go, you know. Yeah. You got to get after You got to support, so. man. You got to support these people that yeah. are putting their... their Especially their... in California because, man, we're running out of tracks you know and test and tune stuff like that just try to get out there you know like anything you can do yeah you know? speaking of california we got uh tuner evo that's coming up which is kind of nice. not really okay. your demographic but no, it's gonna be dope. i, I want to go to car shows now yeah. dude it, but it's just so tough because like nobody in my feed talks about it yeah like, it's tag me i'm fucking going you know what i mean like I, I will go you know i'll make every point to go to anything out there you know it's just yeah, I, I always try to keep my ear to the streets, and there's certain shows that I like to support that uh, I just, you know, either know the event coordinator or just see the struggles that they're going through that trying to make their sure. whatever they're doing go yeah. on. Just like I'm trying to make Downstar go, you know, these guys are trying to make their thing go, and, sure. I, and I like to support, you know. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Tuner Evo, my guy Jay. Uh, it's March 15th on Sunday at the Anaheim Convention Center. Which that's oh. gonna be dope. We're gonna be there. We'll have a booth, and and we're working on some other things to do. Nice. And then we got um, yeah, we, we got we got IFO on March fifteenth, unfortunately. So we oh, have that's Vegas. in Vegas. Yeah. Got you. So we'll Good luck there, man. That'll Thank be dope. You, so if you guys are in the Vegas area, yeah. make sure you check out IFO. And then you you should really come out to IBOC if you can. Yeah, that's, no, that's on uh, one of those April things. twenty twenty fifth. I believe. Who's the promoter? John? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Hagner. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan shout out. That's my brother, Ryan, man. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Hagner. That's going to be our first stop for Eibach meet yeah. is in SoCal. I attended last year, but we're in the area CP booth. The CP booth. Yeah. What, area what is that? CP Carrillo booth. Oh, got you, booth. got yeah. you. The Pistons booth. Yeah, yeah we yeah, displayed. Yeah. We didn't race. Yeah. So that's Eibach. It's the 26th. So Eibach is in the 26th. That's going to be pretty dope, man. And then we're going to be going to uh, Florida for in orlando dude, for ibach out there Florida, hell yeah I sponsored, dude. okay this is me right i sponsored grs series in florida for the last 
three years yeah i think three years i sponsored that class that front wheel drive class and i haven't even been to one of them man Damn. i feel terrible but it's just it's so hard to get away like that you know but i think every we're gonna make every point to try to make it after world cup yeah so we're gonna leave the truck and trailer um there mm-hmm. and then drive fly back home mm-hmm. and then you know make sure everything is good fly back in drive the truck and trailer down yeah and go to the florida event Dope. at the end of the year i love florida man um that area is just booming with with customer supporters yeah. and i love it man sure march uh 14th or 15th and 16th we'll be out there at um it's at uti so in Orlando at the oh, UTI uh, center, really? it's right That's there. Sick, yeah. Man. So I'm looking forward to going there. I'm gonna be podcasting like crazy. I want to stop That's by. Uh, I'll Chop- try to see if I can get out there. If you man. can, that'll be sick, dude. I want to go by a Chapulin shop, check out the cars and things yeah, like man. that. That guy's and, a beast, bro. Uh, fuck yeah! Shout He's out to them, beast, man. man. Uh, okay. Him and his wife is just like a dream team right there, bro. Yeah. And then Abe is now tuning it and. Uh, <laughs> The thing is, it still has potential, yeah. which is crazy. You know, like I told people, like that's gonna be the car to beat. You know, yeah. like him and La Fluffy and the Import DPS guys. Those are the guys. That yeah, shout the out to Import to DPS as well, yeah, man. Fluffy and uh, Rome and all those guys over there. Just pfft. those guys are beasts, bro. Like if you want, if you want to be on a competitive level, you have to like lose sleep. Yeah, because those dudes don't sleep at all. Like they're 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 on another level, dude. They're yeah. just all about that, you know, and you can just see them bleeding it. So in order for you to beat them, you got to out, you got to un out sleep them. You know? like, <laughs> as, as hard as that's to say, shit, man, I like I love sleep, you know, like, like four or five hours. I got to have it. But these guys are like, ah, that's cool. We just go on for like three weeks before we shut our eyes. Crazy. Like, that's dude. dedication, man. That's yeah. what it takes to get to that yeah, level. Crazy. Shout out to all, all those people. Yeah, and I got you know? beat by one of them this past weekend, man. I Did you? Flat out got beat. <laughs> I was like, looking Abe, man. He whooped my ass, dude. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got you, you know? I love and he it. helps us out so much, too, man. He's he's a great he's a great influence and a great tuner, and uh, he's very knowledgeable. And, Where's he based out of? He's based out of uh, Philly. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's Damn. out there. He's with the... he's uh, He's... Pretty much import DPS too. Maybe we could get him on the podcast one day. That would be sick. Yeah, man. man. He's very smart, man. He blew my mind. He he made me learn a couple things. <laughs> That's for I sure. I love it, dude. So it's good. I applied it, and um, I'm utilizing that knowledge every day. I just, you know, I learn something new. And that's all I strive for. Dope, man. So, so uh, <clears throat> we got to go eat. Yeah. What yeah. are you trying to eat? Anything else we got to talk about? You got any no, I think we notes fucking, we can run through? We, we pretty much ran through everything, yeah. man. Yeah. That's I mean, dope. there's uh, we we can go on forever, dude. Yeah. You know, you know how these podcasts. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone that we've ever done was over <laughs> three hours. Yeah, yeah. It is sure. sick, man. It, it's dope to sit down here with you, pick your brain, sure. and and hear things it's from your time. perspective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's really different now, like when we first started into now it's like we we actually grown together in yeah. doing this you know what i mean it's different yeah like, and i hope people they can listen you listen to the first uh, one we did the second one and then this one yeah i'm, I'm always trying to grow you know i i don't like to look at things like i know everything every day i'm trying yeah, to learn absolutely. something new and all i'm trying to do is just be the best version of myself because sure. i'm trying i'm trying to leave a legacy for for me and my family yeah, that's and for all that people matters to 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 remember mm-hmm. us as somebody who was just trying their best yeah and that, that's all i can ask yeah, for so happy was it thursday 
Yeah. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Thursday. Sales on today. Make sure you yeah, guys check it out. Check it out. FCSrace.com, 20% off. Um, use code, what was it again? Tax 20. Tax 20, 20% off until uh, till everything sells out. That yeah. could happen hopefully today. Yeah. Then you'll have, yeah, a, yeah, then you'll sure. have a, a busy it'll weekend. Be, it'll be fun times, man. Fun times. I love well, it, man. So before we get out of here, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find us at uh, Instagram at, at FCS Race and on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash FCS Race page. Um, as well as you can hit me up personally, Twitter, all the same at FCS Race. Um, and then if you want to email us, same thing, you know, <laughs> sales at FCS Race.com. Dope, man. Hopefully so. we get to see some of you guys out at um, one of the events. Yeah, make sure like you I come s- by, say hello. Like I said, Tuner Evo is coming up uh, March 15th, and then that's the same day as IFO in Vegas. Then we got April. H day uh, in Maryland, April fourth yeah, and fifth, mm-hmm. and then the twenty sixth is Ibach meet in um, in California. Wow. Um, I think we have like a like a congestion of events now. Before <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like that. Now March is like the thing. The March in April yeah. May is like holy shit. It's usually <laughs> pretty laxed, you know. Like now it's like we have three events. In March alone, you know, yeah, we're gonna have three race events in March alone if we go to them. You know what I mean? Like we're supposed to go to Arizona. We might do it. We might not. Yeah. Um. It all depends on like what we need to repair and what we need to fix, which is very minor. Yeah. But then March fifteenth, and then we have Honda Experience at the oh, end of right. March yeah, too yeah, yeah, at yeah, Bakersfield. Yeah. So it's gonna be a busy, busy March. You know, with that, and then also the the sale. So that's why we stockpiled now. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I said I could feel it already, you know, like yeah. I could feel that. But I love it, you know, like I Hell love yeah. the, I love the pressure. The grind, man. Yeah, the grind. Love man. it. I'm I wish you the it. best, dude. Thank you, man. Hopefully the sale goes good. Hopefully you sell out. Awesome. And um, FCSRace.com, guys, 20% off. Make sure you use the code. Mm-hmm. What the? I can't even. And also we release, we're going to release a new website. No shit. Yeah. The, the website is going to be released, I think. Uh, on or before that sale date so we're gonna we're gonna test it out before then and make sure everything is seamless but then after that yeah you're gonna have a whole new look on the page you guys should go check it out we're gonna kind of do some rough tests on it and beta test on it and uh that's gonna be super dope man my guy i I really don't want to put his name out there because you probably bombard him with questions too (laughs) yeah <laughs> if you don't get like a 30 second reply back from me so not just yet but just uh i just want to put it out there thank you so much for helping me out man you're just uh you you're a huge asset to me and my company so now it's the same guy that's doing the social media mm-hmm. sick yeah. Yeah, i gotta reach out to him bro all my things now I love so it. yeah he's he's the man so he's he's good he's an upper he's gonna be growing his his business too i'm sure that it's gonna be in that direction so if you guys need Maybe if you guys need sites done and, and media marketing and, and all those stuff, this guy's the man. This guy knows what he's doing, and he's going to kill it real soon. I, love I think it. it's going to be put out there pretty soon. And, you know, pretty soon he might be his own entrepreneur always and just creating his own businesses and, and stopping what his 9 to 5 is already because yeah, he does that's, work. That's somebody that I look forward to having a conversation with at H-Day. Yeah. I'm really stoked. If anybody listening, if you guys want to have a conversation when, when H-Day comes out, make sure you reach out to us at Downtime with Downstar. You can hit me up, Frank underscore Downstar or Downstar. You know where to find us, man. But uh, Jason, thank you again cool, for being no, here. I really you, appreciate it. it. We'll see you in another 40 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Once again, guys, this is Downtime with Downstar episode 144 and we out. Peace. Right, see ya.